What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Sean Ellis Rogers, the podcast where I, your host, Sean, dives deeper into reality television than most people watching feel is necessary and asks all the questions about what they don't want out. Join me five days a week as I dive into your favorite reality shows and their stars, all while getting to know my favorite content creators in the process through their love of reality TV. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. Really does it? It haunts my dreams. Cause it's just, yes, because it's so monotone. It's like, like it, like, like, like it's the next best thing to like ghosts from the screen movies. <laughs> and I literally just watched the trailer for the new one, so it's like hypersensitive to me right now. It's already out. The trailer is, yeah, but the movie doesn't come I, out until March. I did not. Wow, oh, that's they too the far early. ahead. Yes, yeah, I was like, oh, I thought they were getting ready to put it out. Well, because I think it's they're hyping on the fact because uh, what's her name's in it? Wednesday, Jenna. Is it Jenna? Ortega, Ortega, whatever. So I'm assuming they're maximizing on the fact that people still remember who she is. So they're putting the trailer out early. I'm assuming that's what they're doing. Okay, well that makes sense. Well, hi guys. How are you doing, um, guests and listeners? Um, welcome back. Love you guys. Thank you for being here. Um, I have the lovely ladies from They're Not Even Real Housewives on the show today. This is a lovely podcast based in the UK. Ladies, how are you doing? Oh, We're yeah. good. It's yeah, really cold you- here. How are you? Um, it's very rainy here, so about as gloomy. Oh, we have snow, which is really rare. So the whole country is ground to a complete standstill. But other that's than that, I think it looks I'm glad quite pretty. I'm glad because that's a blessing that I'm not privy to count. I'm glad I don't have to count that blessing because I don't <laughs> like snow. I don't like being cold. It's evil. <laughs> it's hard on my life. Just tragic. I mean, yeah, I'm not built for the cold. I'm really not built for the cold. Like, I struggle. It's not. I don't have ice legs. I don't have ice feet. When I go outside, I think I'm going to die. It's a, it's a moment. It's a moment. Yeah. It's always ridiculous. I'm like, why? Like, why is this happening? Like, I just, like, it's just, I'm always, like, during the winter months, I'm forever uncomfortable. Like, just, oh. I'm just permanently uncomfortable. I'm like, it's cold. Yep. I feel, I feel you like I'm fine. I'm because I'm northern, I'm generally too hot. So this is my time. And just yeah. So you're thriving about. right now. Yeah, I'm the only one. I'm walking with confidence down icy pavements. I'm fine. Yeah. Shout out to you, Rosie. <laughs> 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 right? The only confidence I have is that I'm going to break my face and can I afford a new nose? That is the only confidence that I have. 
Yeah, but I have eight months of the year where I can't go outside because I will burst into flames. Yeah, Rosie's really, really white. Like, really white. Like blue. Yeah. Oh. So she doesn't well, do something. I mean... <laughs> I guess we'll give you these three months. We'll give yeah, you the winter is... months. Fine. You, you, you can have it. We aren't <laughs> fighting for it. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. But thank you so much for having us on. We're really yeah. excited. Absolutely. Thank you guys for being here. I am so grateful. I'm glad that we could coordinate this and get it all worked out. You know, I love you guys and I love the show. So I was excited to have you guys on. Thank you. Very exciting to be speaking to you across the pond. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me across because I'll just say that I I came over to your side. Y'all don't want to come over here. (laughs) (laughs) So thank y'all for having me. No worries. Ladies, tell me, when did you fall in love with reality TV? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I've always loved reality TV, like from watching the real world on MTV when I shouldn't have been watching the real world because I was too young, <laughs> um, to Big Brother, to kind of all of the celebrities on a farm, celebrities doing <laughs> shit that they shouldn't be doing. Um, so I've kind of always been into it. I have this real kind of escapism with reality TV. Like I can tune in to that and tune out everything else. And somehow, no matter what kind of day I'm having, no matter what kind of situation I'm in, I always come out feeling better about my own life. Because it's always like some other, like rich people drama just, I just like it doesn't matter how much money you have how much you have the opportunities afforded to you in life you've always got something that's not going your way so it's always kind of kept me kind of sane which is really bizarre and probably says a lot more about my personality than it does about them but that's very philosophical (laughs) but yeah and you're on the right show for it because we love we love like really dark and really deep sensical you know, theories about things. So that's perfect. Oh, great. I feel like I'm gonna let you down. I feel like I like it because it makes me feel superior. <laughs> that's, that is dark in its own way. Please elaborate. <laughs> I think, so I had a lot of jobs where I would work nights and evenings and over here in that like limited TV capacity, there was always reality TV on like mid afternoon on ITV. And what I loved particularly about Housewives is like that you I could just sit and watch it in my like bit between transitioning between one job and the next job and I didn't have to know I didn't have to know any backstory I could just be like yep I fully understand what's happening here I understand the whole premise she's mad at her about x and we'll find out what the thing is in a minute it's fine I'll recap and that I liked that kind of like zoning out of brain and then going oh yeah I'm better than those people I did not really the way you just explained that really is every episode of Housewives of any franchise, no matter what franchise you turn on, it's going to happen just like that. Somebody's (laughs) mad at somebody. We're going to find out. They'll do a previously on where we find out why they're mad at somebody, what the other person did. Then we're going to pick up in the the midst of an argument. um, Somebody going to get cussed out. Drama will ensue. People will, will, will choose sides and there may or may not be resolution followed by a cliffhanger at the end of this episode. All I yeah. need. See, now, this is where Rosie and I differ, and I think 
that's why we work so well on the podcast is because I disagree with that theory in itself. I do the work. Start at season one, watch the whole season, watch the reunions. You can't come in on season seven, episode 10 and tell me you watch a franchise. Like it, that doesn't work for me. Like it. I'm not buying it in this linear time idea. I think, it, you know, it's fine. Just because it's episode 10 doesn't mean it's after episode nine. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, I mean, it makes sense what you say, but do the work. Like, you have to do the work. Like, yeah. And you know what's I- crazy about that is that I host another podcast called Housewife History, where me and my co-host Megan, we're somewhere in the middle of YouTube, where yeah. like, where like, our whole podcast is about choosing and choosing an iconic um, show that came out that week, like 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 that week in history. So we choose and choose oh. and choose an episode of Housewives that aired that week in history, and we talk about it. So technically, we're choosing random episodes, but also we're the type of people who have watched every season from the beginning, including the reunions and the after shows. We used to read the blogs growing up before they forced them to start going on Twitter, like. So like, you were dropping so, into the timeline, but you still understand the larger picture. Yes, because like we're dropping the audience in randomly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. like 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 we're dropping the audience into random places into the timeline each week, even though we've seen the entire season, we've seen the entire show from the beginning. So that's why we can just pick these shows because we pick the episodes that are most familiar to us or that we remember because at this point there's several different seasons, several different franchises that have aired in that week because the big because Housewives is like 20 years old at this point. Mm. So we always go with the ones that we instantly remember and and that are the most iconic. Some, something similar to a um, new Housewives podcast hosted by a certain former I don't know who you mean. Oh, I have no I, idea you know. who you're talking about. Someone who absolutely know. despises the housewives. There's nothing but talk about them. But let's go make some money off them. Let's let's, let's carry this <laughs> relationship on. However, you know. I, I say that, but she's still in my top five housewives of all time. Same. Yeah, Same. of course. You've got to have some people, though, in your top five. Oh, well, I have. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> well, then let's get... Let's jump straight to that because that is one of one of uh, uh, my unquestioned. Who are your top five favorite housewives? See, I, I made a statement there. Now I don't know if I can back it up. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I have depending on what I'm watching at the time. I find that new ones pop in, but definitely the OG of the OC. Yeah, OG of the OC, Vicky Gumbleson will always be number one. I think that never okay. changes. Um, Nini, obviously. Yeah. Bethany. Um, up until recently, didn't really pay much attention, but last two seasons, Sutton Strike from Beverly Hills came in strong with the complete uh. inability to understand human emotion, to completely be self-centered, to be so rich, and to kind of yeah. just give her unapologetic opinion in a senseless way like she never was able to back anything up but she was so strong in her convictions and you've got to respect that as a housewife 
Like you just track is the Blanche Devereaux of Beverly Hills. <laughs> oh shit! Don't hate on the Golden Girls. That's no, I think that's a compliment. I love oh, okay. that. Okay. She's so okay. unaware. She's so rich. She's so lovely, but she's hilarious at the same time. Like even like she can say something in the midst of Dorit's house being broken into, and literally say, <laughs> "Well, at least I didn't have a gun pointed to my head," and and I still laugh. Even though it's the shittiest thing you can say. I laughed so hard. Like, I laughed so hard. I was just like, she is brilliant. Um, And then obviously my number five currently is Candice um, from Potomac because that bitch can read. And she just, the the grasp of the English language that that woman has (laughs) is insane. She the way she's quit. She's so smart. She's so fast. It's just, yeah, I'm I'm obsessed. Currently, like the dusty vagina comment had me howling. <laughs> yeah. I, I will just, not be bombarded by she, Mia's representative. You mad at me. <laughs> you mad at me because your feet are big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. This is why she will always be in my top five. <laughs> She's, a She's an absolute um, star. She really I is. See, I got a few others because I do love Bethany and I like it because I really identify with that, like running your mouth to the detriment of the situation. Right. And that she could start off and she's right and you just keep talking until she's the most annoying bitch in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great quality. I love Kenya. Oh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. Kenya. Because I would hold I would on have, to your weave. I would hate to be stuck in a room with her. I'd be terrified. Yes. <laughs> She's the last person I would ever want to be stuck in an elevator with. Can I you would imagine? Like, probably break my own neck. I'd be like, no man. Yeah, you'd be like, how far is it? We'll just drop. Like, just cut the cord. Yeah. Cut the cord. <laughs> cut it. It's all right. We're going to be out in okay. seven minutes. No, it's fine. Let's risk it. Yeah. 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 She's giving me Solange and Jay Z vibes. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not I doing would instantly it. drop kick her. As soon as the elevator closed, I would drop kick her straight in the trachea. <laughs> see, I'd be like, no, fetal position, maybe she can't see me. <laughs> I would be like, we gotta take her out first. <laughs> Kill or be killed. <laughs> I love it. I love that she has no she has such a strong concept of right or wrong without it having like any linking back to the reality of her actions. It's great. And it's the same reason, like, I always loved LVP. I think it's the same reason. She's just like, no, I am superior. I'm not the same species. Yeah. LVP is something else, isn't she? And then if I'm just going to look at someone, I'm going to look at Chanel I am. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. I get goosebumps every time I see that woman. Chanel Mm -hmm. Ion is one of the most just, oh! I thought I would never see a face like Iman again. Yeah. I never like, thought I would see that again. She's like the next step in our evolution. Yes. Like she's like, looking at us knew? like, oh my word. Like and she's she, from the future and yes. like we don't know it. And like she's just waiting to be awoken from her past life. And like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing here. Got it. I, I was just playing as a real housewife. Now, I, now I'm going to take over the world. Now I'll ascend to my throne and you can all bow down in front of me. 
she's gonna go super saiyan and it's gonna be a fucking rap for <laughs> everybody involved it's gonna be a rap for everyone involved uh, you're gonna hear it on the news like oh dear dubai's gone what's happened yeah the dubai city, has just blown concept. up <laughs> yeah. the entire fucking country of dubai the entire united emirates have all of those combusted. patterns they made in the sand out of islands they're all gone it's all happened <laughs> all we see is a burst of pink valentino smoke the international housewives a bigger deal in the uk or or are the american housewives the spotlight uh, 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 across the waters too because I always wonder like are we that big of a deal over there too or or, or are we like lame to y'all no I think it's still I think America still holds the top spot don't you yeah 100% we don't we have Cheshire which I was I didn't watch it until this year um, and it's like 15 16 seasons in and I only just started watching it this year um, and it wow. doesn't have, it doesn't capture me the same way as the American franchises does. It's just not the same. The confessionals feel rehearsed. The drama feels rehearsed. It feels like it's a scripted reality yeah. TV show and rather there's no than. There's, yeah, there's no pace. It's slow as fuck. It's not. Oh, are we allowed to swear, by the way? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Okay. Just making sure, because we're English, so we swear a lot. Um, Absolutely, I encourage it. Fabulous. Um, but it's just not the same. Don't get me wrong, I watched the first episode, and I think I binged it in like four days. So I did watch it, and I got into it, but it's not the same. The American Housewives reign supreme. I think globally, I don't think it's yeah. just... Yeah. It's, yeah. There's no one then like other, them. Other than Dubai, I don't think I, I don't understand the other ones. I can't do the Aussie ones. I can't do, mm. but I can't do that because I don't like the Australian accent. Yeah, it just so I can't. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about this for a second, because now that I have some people, now that I have some Brits on here that I actually like. Oh, nice. We don't oh. really talk about <laughs> We love yeah, you too. Cause, oh, thank you, Daily. Because I, you know. As we've discussed, you know, there has been someone from the UK on the on, on the podcast before that crashed and burned, but you know, shout out to them. Anyway. Awesome. Okay. Um, so speaking of that, does it piss you off that a lot of people try to do a British accent and it just sounds Australian? <laughs> Well, there's this theory that an Australian accent is just a Cockney accent slowed down because they got hot. Yes. So, like, a lot of people, like, they confuse British and Australian accents so much. And I wonder how much that annoys people from those respective countries. Because I'm like, to me, they sound nothing alike. Even though, like, an Australian accent does, like you said, sound like a British accent slowed down. But I Like, it's I like a British accent with yeah. a draw. I think the I think it doesn't irritate me as much as them as someone saying she has a British accent because it's like okay so the UK may be small in terms of size but we're very regional so for example I have a southern accent specifically London accent and Rosie has a northern accent so we don't sound any, 
but we don't sound anything alike. So generalizing us as having a British accent pisses me off. Because yes. I'm like, it's not one, it's like me saying she has an American accent, but we would never say that. We would be very more, we think that's more West Coast, we think that's more East Coast, we think that's more South, or we think that's in the middle. Our American geography might not be great, but at least we know <laughs> that there's a regional split in how the accents are. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is the, the idea that like someone has a British accent or that people, that having a British accent like makes you posh, I find really interesting as a comment. Like it's a kind of denoter of like being upper class. When obviously you've got mm. posh British people, you've got plenty of normal people. Yeah, like Rosie yeah. and I are not posh. We're not, we're not what? from... What? <laughs> <laughs> For yourself, bitch. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, that I don't think the comparisons with the Australians annoy me as much because, especially, essentially, Australia is the UK. We shipped all of our convicts over there in the olden days, and they've settled there and they created Australia. So, essentially, they all are descendants of Brits or the Irish, anyway. So, that doesn't irritate me as much as just the generic term British accent, like even LVP has a different accent to us like so saying she has a british accent is very different she's the only yeah, person an american accent now it's getting more it is getting more but she's the only person on american tv that i relate to accent wise if that makes sense the rest sound bizarre to me yeah the rest are like trying to put any other brits sound like they're trying to be posh yeah or even medicine she like it's trying to be terribly British and terribly proper. Oh, yeah, Carrie from like Married to Medicine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's not normal. But then I uh, think that might be the lips. She can't really speak properly because she can't move her mouth. Dr. Damon, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it just, like, she's so funny, but it does, but it, but it always sounds like she's in pain. Yeah. <laughs> I like, think she is. Like she's so, like, hurts to talk. yeah. I She's think so that might taught. be the stick up her ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> stick up your ass. What do you think about what was the name? What was the lady from Real Housewives of DC? What do you think about her? Hey. What? Who? The one that just Wait. recently came out and said that she had a flake with Prince Harry for like a Harry. month. Well, oh. I mean, if you base her character on DC, because I'm going to say she was a character. I, I wouldn't say she was a cast member. There was something very bizarre about her. I thought you were going to say you wouldn't say she was a person. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. went to the right. You're like, <laughs> this robot doesn't count as a real person. She has this very invader sim type of vibe yeah. to her. Yeah, there's an uncanny valley-ness. Yes, yeah. like it's almost like she's not a real person. Speaking of uncanny valley, remind me to ask you about Gretchen. From Okay. <laughs> See, I feel like this is like where we might fall out. Because oh, I, no. I really like Gretchen. I love Gretchen. I oh, love okay. her. See, me and you are But she to just different. looks uncanny valley. She looks yeah. mechanical. She, she doesn't look human. No, absolutely. It's, She's like a Stepford wife. Like, and every her. time I see that kid, I'm like, what? Really? Yes. This doesn't seem to fit. She I think looks I straight out of Stepford wife. Yes, exactly. But I, 
live for her though. She's a great housewife. I just think I'll she's think. frozen somewhere between 1945 and 1961. Yeah, yeah, perfect. And she's frozen there because like she's she lets you so into her house on Instagram. And then she shows you her bedroom, and I think, but you don't sleep in a bed, you just plug into a cupboard. Like, I think that's her guest bedroom, and like, she's just being like, yeah, that's my bedroom. I lie down because humans need sleep. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Go and, go and turn on the hot, the air chamber that I actually sleep in. Yeah. Like, damn. But it. Yeah. But back to Cat. So how are you feeling? Was it Cat or Michaela or whoever was? No, that oh was the God. Salahi woman that ran off on the club twice. We'll get back to her later. But Cat, <laughs> how do you feel about her? You were saying about her being a character when DC. Yeah. So she was always doing the most, wasn't she? She wasn't. She was. She to me, she seemed like she would watched other franchises and kind of was like, this is the person I have to be in order for it, for me to be noticed on TV. I never felt like, well, I just, maybe I just don't want to believe that an actual person can be like that. I don't know. But she just, she was always doing the most. And I just felt like every opportunity to be part of a conversation, good, bad, ugly, or otherwise, she wanted to be in that conversation. And she was on 10. Yeah, on 10 all the time. And I feel like this doesn't surprise me. Maybe she's missing a mortgage payment. She needs some money. Like, at what point is it relevant to bring up now when he's married and she's, like, seemingly 55, now 105, whatever age she is? that's the thing that confuses me, the age. And why be proud of the fact that you did that when you were a big watch? She was 30-something, he was 18. Like, why would you come out... That doesn't paint you in a good light. Like, why are you doing that? She seems yes. like 10 years old, even too old on the show, though. It's like she's not aware that she's that age. Yeah, I don't Or she's know. trying to tell us, she's trying to fool us that she's not. Yeah. I do think that DC got cut short, though. I do feel like DC should have had more seasons. I just... It would have been so helpful for me, because I actually know where that is geographically. But it's near to Potomac. <laughs> It's but right Potomac in the same is not area. A place. Potomac is like a kind of vibe. It's like a like a Potomac cloud is... over a geographic <laughs> multi-state point. Potomac is as real as Karen being the ambassador of Surrey County, Virginia. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, okay. That's right. Like, because listen, the whole franchise is built on this illustrious zip code that is Potomac. I don't know what the zip code is. Listen, I ain't doing all that. But it but it's about being in this this, you know, the 90210 of Maryland. Yeah. However, only two people on the cast currently live in Potomac and Mia's yep. ass just moved there. Karen's ass just moved back there. Mm-hmm. And Monique ain't even on the show no more and she lives in Potomac. So all of y'all have us live around the DC Round the, the like, y'all live but all, like yeah. hours away. Yeah. Wendy lives like days away. She lives in Connecticut somewhere. <laughs> like I don't know where Wendy lives. Like <laughs> Wendy, like it just doesn't make any sense. Like these women live in the like it's like it really should have been called the Real Housewives of the DMV. But that sounds <laughs> real ghetto. That sounds real ghetto. 
and being that they are the only other black cast on Bravo, I think that they were nervous to go in that direction. Yeah, probably, probably. Yeah, those white cameramen can't be walking around with all that equipment. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying because we already have the Real Housewives of at, at Atlanta, and pretty much when you hear Atlanta, what you hear is what you get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, it's but maybe that's some Atlanta. of the joy of like a non-American audience, and that we are less discerning. We have less of a stereotype of the places, maybe. Well. In Maybe the words of Kenya, are... hold on to your weed. Because, <laughs> <laughs> child. Um, now, do you guys, speaking of Potomac specifically, do you guys, there's a big conversation happening here in America about colorism when it comes mm. to Potomac. Do you guys see all of the the internal things that I necessarily am screaming about <laughs> on these shows like the microaggressions like the racism like like the classism like the elitism like the like the colorism now 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 that's not specifically just in Potomac now I'm just talking about the entire franchise but do you guys see those things outside being that you know like 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 how is that dynamic of like the social awareness vibe with the American housewives like how does that translate to the UK so Rosie and I actually talk about it quite a lot on the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. We talk about how if it was the other way around, would this conversation still be happening? If it was done by, say, for example, if some of the behaviours were exhibited by the Green Eyed Bandits or by Karen, would it have still been considered the same level of aggression as it is if Wendy does it, Monique did it, Sharice does it? Um, Candice does it specifically Candice um, because obviously she reads them to filth and it, I feel like she's essentially targeted more because she's of a darker hue um, yeah. so yeah we, we talk about it a lot and I think Rosie and I's dynamics obviously I'm mixed race so I experience colorism I have experienced colorism I'm either not black enough or I'm too white and it's you know so I have my own experience with it and Rosie's very um, Rosie's an ally, I suppose, if you want to put it like that. She's very hot on racism topics, like LGBTQIA topics. Like she's very hot on all of it. So it is a conversation that we do have. We talk about it openly on the podcast. We do try to keep it a bit light, but then obviously when you're seeing things firsthand and that's what you're seeing on socials and that's kind of the conversation that's happening, you do have to talk about it. And we do make a point of making our feelings about the situation clear and known. Um, And, you know, we try and navigate it as best we can, but obviously we're not in, I feel like the sensitivities in the UK aren't as strong as they are in America. So I don't know necessarily if we experience it as tough as everyone else experiences it. Yes, we witness it, we see it, and we're very much, um, aware of it, yeah. I think we like the sensitivities are spoken about less in the UK though because there is still a bigger white minority majority. I think we have less diversity, mm-hmm. so I don't know. There's still a lot yeah. of white people having the upper hand and not wanting their like white fragility to be rocked at all. Yeah, and white then it, we're in a kind of odd position where we live in London, so we're in one of the places in the UK that isn't 
exclusively white, but it's still the majority white. And so yeah, I we think have... like okay, the politics and the the conversations are happening more here but than in possibly in the rest of the UK, but it does feel like it's happening less than in the States. And I think in terms of Bravo, while it's obvious what's happening on screen and the fans are talking about it, I don't know that production are kind of stepping up as much as they should be. Like they condemn not that they shouldn't obviously, but like the condemning of people's financial records or misogyny is like way, way higher and way more comfortably talked about than racism is. Yeah. And I think that's going to have to switch at some point or Andy is going to look seriously out of touch. Oh, <laughs> she brought it up. Um, I did a whole episode of this podcast dedicated to Andy Cohen. And oh! How I feel he has completely mishandled his position as an authority in this franchise and mm. also how he continues to mishandle housewives of color and how he complete and how he continues to completely ignore the audience of color watching housewives yeah and it's called and there's a little like segment that i do on my show called the open letter where i just take an episode of the show and i take about 30 minutes i try to keep it short and I just dedicate an open letter to the person that I want to talk to about some shit that I'm tired of their ass doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I like that. I'm going to be listening to those. Well, but no well, reply. The, He's not got back in touch. He's not said, yeah, sure. Pay me your, tell me what well, you're seeing and come this. and consult me. Well, I will say this. Well, huh, speaking of fees, put a pin in that. Um, I will say not too long after I did that episode because the uh, first one that I did was one was to was to Crystal Kung Mingoff. Mm-hmm. She was okay. the first person that I did an open letter to because her turn this season and then her behavior at the first part of the reunion really just triggered me in a way that I had not been triggered watching Housewives in a long time as a black person. And so I just kind of like went off for a second. And then I was like, oh, I have to like put this into something. So then that's how the open letter got started. And then a week later at the second part of the reunion, Andy pissed me off and then that's how that started. But I will say that not too long after I did that episode, maybe like a few days later, Andy issued that apology to Garcelle. Okay. But it was so I'm not weak saying that one apology. has anything to do. It was complete bullshit. I will say that. But it was a you're I didn't right. say that a I movement, isn't it? You've yeah, yeah, yeah. It it is a movement from ignorance, I suppose. But That's I can good. acknowledge He's listening an to you. Hopefully, I I'm not gonna say that it's completely my fault, but I will say that people are watching. Cause I put out a video on Jenny Wynn when that whole thing happened with oh her. <laughs> Let's just say she blocked me. Her representative blocked me all before they even went and did the live. I couldn't even go and watch the live of them shucking and jiving and doing all of that tomfoolery down to the internet because she had she had already blocked me. Listen, I I'll like that. I think you can judge someone by who they're blocked by. I think that's a nice, well, nice perception of who you are. <laughs> well, I'll give you a list of people that I've been blocked by, and then I'll just let you two tell me how it makes me look. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I think I think best so far you're winning. 
So <laughs> I've been blocked by Jenny Wynn. I've been blocked by Lisa Renna several times over. I've yeah. been blocked by Candace. I've been blocked by Nene Leakes. <laughs> I've been blocked by uh, Jennifer Shaw. <gasps> I've been blocked by Vicky Gumbleson. This shocks me because these are all such calm, collected, rational people. <laughs> I thought so too. <laughs> they don't. They seem like they could all take criticism. <laughs> That's the and you know what? The only one. <laughs> Rosie, do you do stand up? <laughs> <laughs> and the only person that shocked me, the 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 only person that hurt me was Candy. Yeah, because yeah. I'm a fan of Candace, but I'm also not a stan of anyone. So She's I a can rage love child, you. though. Yes, and so I understood her. So I'm like, girl, like, listen, I get you, but as much as I love you, I'm also gonna tell you when you're wrong. Same thing with Nene Leakes. Like, I did a whole video on my YouTube channel telling her ass how she got better things to do than to be talking shit about Candy down to the internet, <laughs> like. And I literally gave her several examples of things that she could be doing <laughs> instead of talking shit about Candy on the internet. Let, listen, I let, let, I really do want to be a, be a consultant, but <laughs> like, but like, the girl just be, like, I, yeah. I, but that's the thing, now you're getting why? blocked by people because they can't stand the mirror being looked back at them. So they they need people to blindly follow them. They're surrounded by yes people. And I think that's one of the problems that Nini has had for her whole time during the Housewives and when she left the Housewives, she got too big and she didn't have anyone telling her that you can't do that type of bullshit because someone's gonna tell you about yourself and it's not cute. And she's never and I think all those other people, when you're getting blocked by people like Jenny. That's pretty understandable because she's a racist piece of shit. But I earned the rest, that block. I yeah, earned absolutely, that. absolutely, I absolutely and I earned that. And I stand behind that block. But I feel, and Lisa Rinna's the same way. Like you know, I'm but proud the of other that one, one too. yeah, the other ones, I feel like it's just you probably just you you hit too close to home. They were like, <laughs> mm-hmm. he's probably right, but I can't, I don't want to hear it. So they blocked you. So I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, you're still winning. Still stand behind you as a person. Cause I'm never going to go like, I like, like I'm not the person to like go after people's looks or like go after people's kids or go after people. So like, I talk about the shit that I see on television. I talk mm-hmm. about what you do on screen. Yeah. Like, if you don't want to be judged, feel free not to be on TV. Right. Because, like, you can't tell me that I'm hitting below the bill when I'm literally talking about what you did on camera. <laughs> to your friend. Do I give you the acknowledgement of this being an edited show? Yes. But, however, a lot of y'all that I just named show y'all asses in the edit. <laughs> God bless you. It makes you so... wonder what they've done before. If this is what we see in the edited version, what are they? What, what did they cut out? Yeah. Like we saw Nene Leakes throwing popcorn across a damn fire pit at fucking Kenya. Like what else did they like? We we saw Nene Leakes almost spit on Kenya on camera. So what did they cut out? Did yep. you punch her in? 
at the damn face in the bathroom? Like, what happened? And you know. Did you push the girl if down? If you were in the, the crew, you would be scared of Nene. Like, oh, you've yeah. got to get those documentary makers who were going after, like, feral dogs and tigers. You've got it, like, people who have no, like, they're not worried Especially about their own after physical after she drugged that cameraman out the yes. damn closet and broke his tooth and sent his ass to the hospital for a second shot. So, yeah, I'd be careful if I was the editors with Nini. I'd be like, what can we get away with? What do we not want to see? Yeah. Yep. But speaking of being a consultant and then paying me a fee to come on and, and um, assist them in, their, in them getting their shit together, did you know that Bravo had a social responsibility department? That's bullshit. No. <laughs> come on. How can you have a social responsibility department when your entire revenue stream is based on people being socially unresponsible? I don't understand that. It's I'm just the not letters out going. I'm We're very sorry that Ramona like said that to you. And just <laughs> sending those letters continually. The people, yeah, I was going to say, the people that employ Ramona Singer, the people that employ Lisa Rinna, the people that employ Jenny, the people that, I mean, I could go on. They have, right, okay. I've heard it all now. I'm in the wrong job. I need to get paid for doing fuck all, like these people at Bravo. I literally is that said, not just enough to not out, get litigated is it like is it one of those things just to like legally tweak it just enough I'm trying enough? to get an interview I'm trying <laughs> to get an interview because that is the I can retire off of that interview I want the interview with the head of Bravo social responsibility department <laughs> that like that would be like me interviewing Jesus Christ <laughs> like I swear to God because I just I, I'm like I, and I found that out from a very reliable source I found that out from somebody who went to BravoCon and spoke with somebody who works in the social responsibility department. Oh my word. Not the head. Not the head, but I did get a name and a card. So, I, I, so I'm trying. <laughs> what? Wow. I felt like I got slapped in the face. That's incredible. When I heard that. See, now this I is a type felt of- like I had a stroke. <laughs> this is the type of stuff that Rosie and I would say only in America. Like, we don't have stuff like that here. Like, things like that, like, I mean, that's evident based on our politicians at the moment that there is absolutely no responsibility department whatsoever. But, <laughs> like, it's just, we just don't have stuff. Like, you just, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> it's just incredible. I love that. We thought we miss out on so much stuff here. That's the only issue about being over this side of the world. We don't get the inside Bravo stuff. We don't get any of the like the, the after shows. We don't get any of that stuff. So we kind of just have to base our opinions on what we see on the show. So it's a bit different oh. for us. Yeah, I suppose that. Listen, the after show is the only way that I am watching Housewives because all of them are problematic to me at this point. So now I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck all y'all. <laughs> and I'm and like I'll watch an after show here and there because at the end of the day I'm still fans of all you women but all y'all are getting on my damn nerves right now yeah. so it's yeah. like it's hard for me to watch plus I got other shit to do like I got five of the podcasts to work on I, I've got projects I can't talk about at this point so you know yep. I'm doing things on camera I ain't got I, I, I just don't have time you booked some busy honey you know I'm doing what I can you know I'm out here hustling she's a hustler baby <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, moving and shaking. You know, I'm just out here trying to fake it till I make it, w- 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 without actually faking it. 
well, well, I mean, then you don't fit in at Bravo if you're not faking it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's well, going to be your like where you're going to fall down at the interview process. They're going to be like, no, a little. I think there's too much integrity here. Yeah. It's like, no, you're actually a good person. We don't like too that. much backbone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, see, I would love to come on and like be a be a consultant at you know Bravo but the thing I really want to do is take Andy's job and just host the reunions not be an executive just host the reunions you can sit your ass behind that desk stay over there keep your ass over and watch what happens live let me do the reunions because you asking the wrong fucking questions he is asking the wrong questions and he's not listening to the answers no and I definitely think especially with the Atlanta and Potomac franchises um, there needs to be a person of colour that is doing them reunions i don't think and Nicki minaj is not that person of color let me just no. put that out there it was funny but it, it was cute but it but wasn't it was what we needed not. yeah absolutely absolutely you are absolutely right and i volunteer as tribute because i'm gonna come in and get all you bitches together starting with sheree because <gasps> i got a bone to pick. i got a few bones to pick with sure i got a i have a cemetery <laughs> wow. I have you in the queue. I have the Museum of Jurassic World to pick with Sheree Whitfield. Oh shit. But that's for another day. I so maybe one day and talk fashion with her and I just want to say words at her and see if she has any idea. Someone like who can make clothes, if she, if she has any idea of what these words mean, just to highlight how absurd she by Sheree is. I would love that, even though I know it's a waste of your time. You could be doing <laughs> so much, so many better things. You are better than that. You are such a better person than that. Like Sheree, you are more talented than that bullshit. <laughs> and oh. she gonna go and get a surge protector. Why? Yeah, <laughs> gonna come back and that's a dog, babe. Right, <laughs> so mighty. Speaking yeah. of, to you, ladies. What's the difference between a controversial housewife and a problematic housewife? Everything. Uh, a problematic housewife for me is someone like Ramona, Lisa Rinna. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there are more, I just can't think of any right now. And sure. a controversial housewife is someone who causes some drama and stirs up some shit and drops bombs and watches the fire explode, but doesn't do anything that's damaging to anybody. Like, you know what I mean? Kyle. Yeah, I think it's- Kyle Richards. Yeah, Kyle, I mean, I don't oh, even want to give her, I don't even want to give her enough credit to say she's controversial because to me, she's just, she's dead to me. Like, she's dead to me right now. Like, she's not- <laughs> Same. She's not, not bringing oh. any, She's not bringing anything. Yeah, it's a lot. But like, yeah, problematic housewife is, you know, is someone who's damaging to an entire race, culture, creed, people's gender, whatever. Like the, the Ramona singers, the Lisa Rinners. Yeah, the, it's like those an ethics people. question, isn't it? If you're yeah. you're problematic, if you have an ethical issue on an entire scale, and you're problematic if you. And you're controversial if you just have made bad choices. Yeah, I mean, Jen's contra- Yeah, exactly, that's exactly what I'm thinking. She's controversial because she has done bad things, but I don't think she 
sits within her self and thinks, oh, my moral corruption is fine. Whereas I think Ramona genuinely can't see that she's part of any problem. I totally see that. I, I, you know, it's, it's funny because when I first started asking people that question, the line was so thick. Okay. And it was very obvious to me what the difference was between controversial and problematic. And the more I asked that question, the thinner that line gets. <laughs> and blurrier and blurrier. We're all just watering down our morality. I think. Honestly, I feel like I have full-blown cataracts at this point. <laughs> to me, right now, any cast, any franchise that has a, a predominantly people of color cast, you can put in a controversial bracket. Any franchise that has a predominantly white cast, you can throw into the controversial. No, the other one. The problematic. The problematic yeah. one. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I think people's privilege and people's ignorance and in some cases naivety. I do generally believe in some cases people are just naive because they've not been yeah. exposed to it. Um, and sure. it's not necessarily their fault, but it is their fault, because do the work. Like, Yeah, no, not sure, yeah. That's just, yeah. just saying, oh, not, well, I've lived, I've had such a privileged life that I didn't have to catch up with the 21st century. That's not a good enough answer. No, Yeah, here but, you are on reality television. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but, you know, I think, I think that the line is getting, like you say, a lot thinner and a lot more blurred, because I feel like everyone has their moments I think everyone will have their moments but you can probably put your hands on heart say a Potomac cast member or an Atlanta cast member isn't going to be going around causing racial situations or swindling old people out of millions of dollars and not giving a fuck or just doing yeah doing all of that stuff and you know you can't say that about the rest of the franchises Yeah. Is it like a willingness to like learn? Something like that as well, maybe. Do any of them have a willingness to learn though without it being thrown at them and then being in a public forum and getting backlash for it? Like, are they actively going out to learn? I don't think they are. Like even when Garcelle and Kyle had the thing about paying um, the money off for the charity, Kyle was so strong in her conviction, the way she was talking to Garcelle. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until Garcelle sat her down and spelled it out to her about that. And even then, Kyle still couldn't fully no, grasp what Garcelle was saying. <laughs> so, like, even if they're exposed to that, they're still... Yeah, I think, yeah, it's... yeah. It's hard to know. say because the only people that I can say who have um, gone out and actively done the work is... Um, a Cameron Westcott from the Real Housewives of Dallas. Dallas, yeah. And a Stassi Schroeder. Now, I don't know how much of that work is real work or not, but they've actually put themselves in the position of being able to learn something. To to attempt to learn. And is that Stassi only doing that because her entire financial independence was reliant on people liking her and she was a hair strand away from being cancelled for what she did to Faith. It might 
you're still that absorbed, question even mark if your intentions are like selfish. Yeah. You, you, you yeah, that question learn. mark will always be there, specifically because of the fact that she was so staunch in her convictions and her opinions. She was so aggressive with those opinions, the shit yeah. that she said on her podcast. The, the shit that she admitted that she did about faith and was proud of it. Like she was so, she thought she did nothing fucking wrong. And so for mm-hmm. her to go and get canceled and have her entire, every check she ever thought was coming her way for the next 10 years got cut. Yeah. Now all of a sudden you want to go and get quote unquote woke as the kids <laughs> say on TikTok. Yeah, that question mark is always going to be there. I'm always going to look at Stassi side-eyed. And then the fact that you want to talk about you learning how to not be a racist in your new book, and that being the whole premise of your book, Off With My Head, you basically Mm -hmm. learning how to be anti-racist. A part of me wants to give you the benefit of the doubt and be like, okay, maybe she's trying to do something to educate the next white person out there who don't know no fucking better, who, who... who's gonna fuck around and get themselves canceled or you know whatever but I'm like where like where like where does impact meet intention yeah Yeah. and that's the thing and I think that's what it's it's actually really tough as well because like you're saying that question mark is always going to be there and if she genuinely is trying to do the work and she is genuinely trying to put things right but people aren't giving her the benefit of doubt that is slightly unfair but also don't give a fuck because you're a privileged white girl but like you kind of have to you find the balance but where do you stand then Sean on the Leanne Lockyer situation when she got fired for her outburst against Carrie with the Mexican the continuous use of the term Mexican when she was referring to um, Carrie in Dallas Uh, uh, okay so I I I didn't watch Dallas so break the situation down for me in like a basically they were drunk in a hotel room uh, on holiday and shocking housewives drunk in a hotel room on holiday um and then wow. they uh were i can't remember but carrie was annoying leanne about something so carrie is you know mexican like you know she's a mexican from i can't tell you which part of mexico which makes me sound really ignorant i'm sorry but um you know Man. and yeah <laughs> it's a semi big place it's fine <laughs> well, I mean, dude, it's a big country. It's not like, <laughs> just because I know Mexico exists does not mean that I know every single city in Mexico. Sorry. Um, Jesus. But yeah. Don't <laughs> but cancel they, me for not knowing every, know, <laughs> every street name problem. in Mexico. <laughs> um, so they were having an argument and something happened. She pissed her off at dinner. She went mm-hmm. back to um, the room with another cast member and it was the center in the room. And Yan was saying, well, I'm sorry that that fucking Mexican doesn't like the way that I do stuff and I'm supposed to care what the Mexican says and I'm supposed to give a shit because she's Mexican. And that was basically Yo. that for like, 10, like 10, 15 minutes. And her argument was, I was just describing her. Yeah, and she was like, well, head. she is Mexican. So I was just saying the correct But yeah. what the fuck does that have to do with any context of anything to do with any part of this situation? Mm-hmm. What does her being Mexican, like, why is that something you feel the need to point out? And you why had to with one thing? person. It, there was no like, please clarify. It's not like you're, about. right. Like, it's not like you had to clarify who you were talking about because you got jumped in the parking lot. Yeah. yeah. So they said, oh, which which Jen are you talking about? And I go, oh, the Mexican one. 
yeah right it's like oh which leanne oh yeah which uh jennifer like like girl like you're talking about one specific person who you got into an argument with it's not like you needed to clarify that she was mexican that's like one like i just what does that even mean like like (laughs) and i have this conversation with white people a lot right where i say it's just the context in which you decide to point out someone's race Mm -hmm. that's what raises the question mark in people of color's minds of if you're a racist Mm -hmm. like if they're like in this particular case this is a prime example of that if you're talking about six different Jennifers in the room if you're talking about Jennifer Lopez if you're talking about (laughs) Jennifer Love Hewitt if you're talking about Jennifer Tilly All about right. <laughs> if you're talking about Jennifer Garner, then then it would make sense to talk about oh yeah, the Puerto Rican Jennifer. You know <laughs> what I mean? But in this context, where Leanne is talking about one person that she got into an argument that needs no distinction nor clarification, but for you to specifically point out, yeah, the Mexican. That's yeah. real aggressive oh, yeah. towards someone's heritage for no reason. So when it when she got fired, she couldn't understand. And I don't know about how she feels about it now, because obviously I don't follow her on social media and I didn't re- I don't really care. And Dallas is cancelled anyway. But she doesn't understand why she was fired. She wasn't doing anything wrong. It was like a whole situation. And then cut like two or three seasons later Dallas got hit with another racism situation when one of the girls um, did something with her eyes referring to a certain corner of the world um, doing a video I mean it just Dallas in itself was problematic then they tried to claw it back by bringing in an Asian doctor and it just it just it just it was a catastrophic like mess but I was just Yeah. yeah so like you know they they are problematic, housewives. Yes, <laughs> you know, that, that is that problematic line, as fuck. Yeah, that, that, is, that is flat there's out no, problematic. Yeah, there's no question about those um, housewives. But yeah, I was just curious to know about your take on that because I remember when that happened and I was like, I don't see why I'm the only person who sees what's wrong with this. But yeah. And you know what? Because a lot of people who don't have to see something aren't going to think past, well, she is Mexican. Well, that has nothing to do with the situation. And when you don't have to be aware of race, you're not going to think about how that is going to impact somebody because a white person has never been impacted or offended or brought to or moved to any type of chorus solely because they're white. Yeah. You don't Mm -hmm. hear a lot of white people being like, as a white person, (laughs) offends me. (laughs) And you should be scared of those white people. Those ones, those, those are ones with pitchforks and scary groups. Those are the yeah. people you need to, you need to follow up that statement with "Where were you, January 6th? Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's the like, the manipulation of language and what has become the microaggression is so normal. Not in the Leanne instance because she's using Mexican as an insult. That was like just cap- blatant aggression. Capital R racism. <laughs> but the yeah. like the like latent racism of people just being of like distinguishing someone as not white as a interesting part of a sentence means the default of a person is mary cosby when salt lake city was like oh i love your slanty eyes oh god yeah Yeah. 
But then you think Mary's like lived in a cult. She's never spoken to real people. No, she speaks to mannequins. She's also a woman of color, though. And she yeah, recognizes she... the significance of being recognized as, as, as a black woman. No, but she doesn't, though, does she? Because remember, she made that comment where she will go uh, to a different about server. About the 7 Eleven. Yeah. yeah. But, and see, that's the crazy thing. See, this is where me and me and Potomac fans get into it because people say, oh, Potomac can't be racist. They're a black cast. And I'm like, but no. you're ignoring the entire conversation about colorism, which is yeah. a byproduct of racism. So unless you're ready to have a real conversation and do some real homework, please say out my comment. God bless you. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, yeah, it just... I've always, that the, I mean, yeah, I know. I'm not, I just, I can't articulate my words right now because it just gets me incensed and I just, I can't get them out. Um, but the colorism situation in Potomac is real. It's, it's, so, I, it's so obvious. And I think anyone who says it's not is deaf, dumb and fucking blind. I think if yeah. they say it's not, they're really choosing to. It's a real convenient truth. And I think that's yeah. something that people say in a like, give me time to process. I think the people who think it's not true will see the obviousness in three seasons time it's crazy because the same people who were hooping and hollering for candace to get fired over the past two seasons are now candace stan candace is the queen of potomac this season candace is running the girls in circles honey and you know what's funny you you know what's funny what started off her reign this this season is a read that she actually got from Monique. That not today, Nick. Not today, Angle. Did Monique said that? Monique said that first. Oh my days, but the reception, yes! So while you bitches out here wanna be, oh, I hate Candace because of Monique, ah, well, she's recycling the bitches read this season, so get over it. Get over it. Not today, Nick. She did say that. Oh my God! How did I not put that together? And if you want receipts of that, go back and look at Monique's binder time stories. The neck and the ankles comes up in the binder time stories. And when she does the the um sit down with 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 DJ Richie Sky when she talks about the creation of it, she talks about neck and ankles then. Like she been talking about. Giselle's neck and ankles for a long time <laughs> and honestly she's not wrong <laughs> but the biggest question that I have for Giselle personally is why is it that we are three years outside of COVID it feels like it feels like we've been outside for six, for six years at this point it felt like COVID was a dream at this point and you still ain't got no manufacturer for no every Q beauty <laughs> Karen got wigs, fragrances, candles. Yeah. Wendy got candles. Wendy has candles. She's got books. She's got it all. Robin got embezzled hats. Yeah, she's the only one who has those embezzled hats, though. I don't think anyone's ever received one. Listen, the idea is great, but I I don't like none of the designs. No shade. But that doesn't matter, because if you bought one, it wouldn't arrive. I mean, so maybe so you think she getting her hat from the same place that Sheree getting her clothes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Absolutely. It's a proven pipeline. So do you think they're in Alaska? Do you think they're in <laughs> Los, Los, Los Angeles? They're in Alaska they're in and someone, some PA is about to drive and get them. They're in the same right place as Cynthia Bailey eyewear. Oh, the Cynthia Bailey eyewear. What happened to that? She got a whole store down to the Beverly Center, um, a CB Vior store. Now I don't know if she sells her eyewear in the store, but I think, but I think it's still a business. I think I don't know. I, well, here, well, here, I'll look up the website while we talking. Talk amongst okay. yourselves, y'all. Just talk, <laughs> talk about some more Bravo brands, y'all. Think, in fact, while I look, y'all tell me where y'all think Sonya Morgan's toaster ovens are. <laughs> Let's debate on that while I look up Cynthia Bailey eyewear. I think uh, Sonia's like me. No, she's like me. She's just not buying into this linear time narrative. Just because we don't have it now doesn't mean it won't be available now in a parallel universe. There's places where everybody has one of those. They're like the So I got to plug into the fucking Matrix to get a poster? (laughs) Are you serious? You've got to to subscribe to the Marvel. Yeah, you got to recite, um, subscribe to the Marvel multiverse. You need to contact <laughs> Doctor Strange. You need to get him to like open up a time thing. You go into it and you find poster ovens. You find the tipsy girl um, wine. You also yeah. find that sports bar that Ramona was supposed to open but didn't happen. <laughs> you find a bunch of stuff. What other housewives brands that have never really and they just disappeared and no one talks about? Who okay, had so um, update on the Cynthia Bailey eyewear? Yes, okay. I'm on the website right now, right? And I'm just trying to, you know, I, I'm on the website. There is a website. There are products that you can purchase. These are some expensive ass glasses, but from what I see, there are only three glasses, three pairs of glasses to pair down this limbline look. Yeah, yeah. There's only three pairs. There's London, Layla and heal and I'm pretty sure the heel is getting ready to go on off the site any day now. Yeah, that's <laughs> gonna get rebranded to something. She had a Steve Madden collaboration. Really? It's not what? available now, but oh but it was a but that but, they but made at one? some point. Well I don't know because there because it was a tab on the website. I'm still on the website, but I clicked on all CBE products, right? And so it came up these three pair of glasses, and the only ones I would probably get is the heel. But you know, well, we can't be supporting that when she changed her name back to Bailey, right? Yeah. Well, I don't think she ever changed her name from Bailey to Hill first. Cynthia just gives me that type of woman. I don't think she ever changed her last name to start with. Like she knew the marriage wasn't going to last or she just couldn't do the admin? I don't know if it's a control thing for her because I just watched her whole relationship with Peter and it was just like, girl, like, it seemed like he drug your ass to the altar the whole way. It was like you were reluctant to marry this man. And I just never understood why she married Peter in the first place. And even with her being so thirsty for fucking Mike, it just never seemed like she was thirsty for Mike. It seemed like she she was thirsty for marriage. Yeah. So it yeah, could have been wanted, any damn body. She just wanted a Ken doll. She just wanted someone to stand next to her and open the door to the car. Yeah, because she was thirsty for that dude that she dated the unseason before she met Mike, who I completely forgot about. Shout out oh, to him. I can't think of his name. The dude who 
Eva was saying, who Eva out is. Yes, the one that was like, don't you got a whole girlfriend that I met right, down to the other party? Yes, yeah. See, Eva's, Eva's another no one who I didn't me. feel like, yeah, Eva didn't get a good fair seasons, I don't think. She should have been on well, longer. Allegedly, she walked away, but we never know how true that is. I, I, I root for Eva to come back every season, every day. Anytime somebody asks me who I want to come back, I'm always going to say Eva. Because, mm-hmm. I, like, I knew what Eva can do from America's Next Top Model. And then she yeah. came on and she doubled down. She she read them bitches pregnant and all. Listen, the mar- <laughs> I mean, our last episode, we talked about Eva being the Queen of Reeds when we, we said about when she took Marlo down on that bus in Tokyo. That was everything. She was control. On them edges and leave me alone, girl. You better go off somewhere wearing that hoodie. She call a wig. Go somewhere wearing that. <laughs> that wig was like said, oh, oh. You are so bitter. Oh god, I'm gonna pray for you. You are so bitter, girl. You are. I love that. was everything. Oh my! Was but then what? What took me out was the next season. She was sitting up in the thing, pregnant and all, legs gap wide from Maine to Spain, talking about, but what I could do is forward Portia some of the blogs talking about her baby daddy so she can mind that business, <laughs> so she can leave me alone. I said, well, damn. <laughs> wow. But then, oh, but then she, was on, she was on Watch What Happens Live this week as well, and then they, Andy asked her how her relationship was with Portia. She said, I don't have a relationship with Portia, but Dennis is good. I was like, oh, she's carrying it on. She is carrying. Then when she said, honey, she said, girl, Giselle will never give me Eva, honey. She she will never give me style. She will never give me beauty. She will never give me... I think, well, (laughs) goddamn, Eva, what did Giselle do to you? I know. Continuously be tacky on purpose. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Answer your own question. I refuse to believe that she just don't know she look crazy at this point. She's so wearing go naked hair and and still look a fucking mess. Is she, she wearing go naked hair? I've seen a few posts of her wearing go naked. And you saw what it did for Drew, honey. Drew went from wearing pets to slaying fur coats, honey. Drew was out here with a whole piece of... Drew got a whole new scalp. Oh, I don't like Drew. I don't need to see Drew I don't on my like her ass either. I hate her, but her hair was she, good last season. Yeah, I can't yeah. stand her, the best thing about her. I think it's, you know, she's trying to hang on to Ralph. She's trying to make herself look a bit better. He, everyone Ralph knows is trying to go fuck Anthony in Tampa. It, the, uh, why anyone allegedly. would want to hang on to Ralph, man? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to hang on to nobody that's going to write a book about my child and I can't fucking read it. Yup. All right. Yep. Red flags. You buying a house with half of my motherfucking money and I can't know what, what the fuck going on with the sale? Who do you think I am, sir? She knows nothing. She, kn- she couldn't pick him out of a lineup. She knows nothing about that man's life. She doesn't know who he employs. Like, she doesn't know what his fucking job is. She knows nothing about She don't him. even know what his assistant's name is. Who is the bitch? We found <laughs> out that that was... Like, and is, this, and is the assistant that she didn't know her real name? Was that the assistant whose name that he put on down as an alias? Yeah. Was that the same assistant? And is that the bitch that 
that he was fucking in Tampa. We still don't know why Ralph was in Tampa. For three whole point, days. I don't know if he's Ralph. I'm just like, mate. If that's your real name. He could be anyone. Ralph's real name is Jesse. <laughs> His name, he is Puerto Rican. He is Dominican. <laughs> And he is in here illegally in this country. <laughs> I feel like Ralph is ducking ice right now. Like I don't know what the fuck is going on. He came in on a sports scholarship to sit on that bench in university. Right. He came right. in on the same scholarship that Olivia J got in the USC on. Oh shit! He was on the road team. Oh wow! He's the water boy. Right, he was the water. <laughs> He went from the water boy down to the road team down to the water boy on, on, on the Rutgers football team. How embarrassing. You bragging on your husband down to the television cameras out here on out here on girl, out here on Denzel Washington's Remember the Titans, good internet. And you gonna call this man and be like, yeah, child, my husband went to Rutgers and he played for Rutgers child. Let me call him up and see what 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 position he had played. Hey Ralph. What position you had played down to the Rockers? Well, um, I was on the team, and uh, and uh, and uh, and um, 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 I ain't never played though, but you know, I was <laughs> on the team. I was there at the practices. I had a uniform. <laughs> you know, they gave me a number. It's the I same was as in Car- the number. It's the same as same as Caroline Stanbury's man at Real Madrid. He never played for Real Madrid. We watch football here. He didn't play Real Madrid for Real Madrid. No, he had a pass. He could get in. Like mm-hmm. you, like child, you had a jersey. That don't mean you was one of the same smarching in. Okay, <laughs> you was not in the number. You had a number, but you was not one of the same. That's Absolutely. all I'm saying. Yeah. I said, <laughs> you want to play a quick game with me? Yeah, sure. Because I created my own version of the game This or That, where I, where I just give you two housewives, and you pick Tyra Banks style, who you would give a contract to next season. There are no wrong answers. Well, I'm sure there are, but I'll yeah, try not to get them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I try to create a safe space. <laughs> That's not what we're about. <laughs> I, think this is, I think this is where we all fall out. Okay, it was nice being friends for like the hour that we spoke <laughs> This was a great first hour, so we may have yeah. to cut the rest of this episode. <laughs> so if the shit hits the fan here, it was great having you ladies on. Yeah. He said Y'all go and stream that they're not even story. real. Y'all go stream their podcast. <laughs> okay. Drew or Sanya? Sanya. Work. Kenya or Marlo? Kenya. Kenya. Kyle or LVP? LVP. LVP. Monique or Candace? Candace. Candace. Jill or Bethany? Bethany. Oh! Yeah, Bethany. <laughs> Gretchen or Alexis? Gretchen. Oh, fuck. oh no, that's oh, she hard. Was coming back. Told you she was coming back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gretchen. Oh, Jesus jugs or Uncanny Valley? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do love me some Jesus jugs, but she is she as funny without Jim? I don't know. Uh, anyway, Gretchen. 
Yeah, no, Gretchen. Def- I, I had no oh. no qualms. I was Gretchen all the way. I didn't even consider. T. Most of the time, people have gotten to this one and then like, they're like, ugh, neither. So at least y'all have a strong stand yeah. on one person. <laughs> I'll take it. Phaedra or Candy? Candy. <gasps> Candy. Vicky or Tamara? Vicky. Tamara. Oh, I can't stand Uh-oh. Vicky. Yeah, I can't Vicky, either. <laughs> no shame. Her insecurities make me sweat. But that's that's yeah. what I love about Vicky. Like she <laughs> too close to the she, boat. I can't deal with it. I my toes curl when she's on TV, oh. and I feel like that's what makes a great housewife. Like I have to hate her. Like it's just yeah, yeah. I'm somewhere in the middle of you two. I cannot stand Vicky because she is a despicable human being. However, comma, watching (laughs) Vicky triggered is some of the best television you will ever get. (laughs) Watching Vicky scream in defense of herself and knowing she's dead ass wrong. Oh, Jesus. It is. I could watch that for I could watch an hour montage montage <laughs> of just Vicky Gumbleson screaming. But I can't do her I can't bear a hypochondriac. I hate sick people. And they're even worse if they're not really sick. And she's people. always fucking I, sick. You sure you don't do stand-up Rosie? <laughs> <laughs> I hate sick people. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yep. Oh. Kelly or Heather? Kelly Dodd. Kelly Dodd or or Heather DeBrow? Heather DeBrow. Yeah. Gina or Emily? Emily. That's two sides of one coin. You can't do that. That's like yeah, you can. Emily's a queen. Gina, like, what is Gina? What is Gina? Explain (laughs) Gina to me. What is she? She's nothing. She's another one with a line of products no one can buy. <laughs> no one can pronounce it. Gina has a line of product. Yeah, she has a skincare line. Hala Hala. With with that skin. Hara Hala. What what is wow, it called? Not with yeah. that skin. <laughs> I'm just finding out that 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 that, that she has a skincare. This is news to me. It's called yeah. yeah. It's called like Hakuna Matata. No, it's like Kala Hara. No, Nara Kala. Oh, yeah. Guadalajara. Uh, yeah. Stop. <laughs> Hakuna Matata. Kuya Ara. Saka. Yeah, but you're right. No, you're right. Not not Gina. Emily's a queen. Emily. Whitney or Heather? Heather. Heather Gay, all the way. Love that. See, it rhymes for a reason. <laughs> I mean. But honestly, but honestly, in Whitney's defense, if she doesn't get an endorsement from quitmormon.com, <laughs> fire her from the show. Why is she, no, she She needs to start a support group and get it like endorsed by like AA, the equivalent of AA. Yes, like, like, like ex-Mormons Anonymous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and have like a whole... But make it her like, whole storyline. Yeah. Like yes. an anonymous support group. Yeah, she's just this is replacing, Yeah, she's just replacing one cult with another cult. So, you know, everyone's going to join because they used to be institutionalized in the Mormon church. So they're going to be like, yeah, I'll join your cult. Fast forward three months, they're all making sex art. 
squealing yeah. around on the floor in pain. Yeah, and we finally absolutely. get the return of Mary Cosby. <laughs> she appears illuminated, floating above everyone. As the new president. <laughs> yep. Everyone gives them all their money and then they all commit suicide. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Rosie. Jesus. We watched yeah. it happen. Shout out to him, whose name I can't remember. Cameron. Yes. Cameron. 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 Yeah. I'm sorry. Listen, I. My mind is all over the place. And I'm a Virgo, so you can't blame me. I overthink <laughs> everything, and I forget most of it later. At least you're overthinking at a point. I have no filter. I think that's been established. Same. That's why I invited you guys on the show. I told you that I listened to your podcast before I invited you on. You ladies are here for a reason. <laughs> Cynthia or Portia? Portia. Portia. Brandy or Denise? Brandy. Ooh. Yeah. I think so, though I think I'm uncomfortable with this question. What? Uncomfortable? <laughs> Explain <laughs> yourself, woman. I Do you fancy one of them? What's the no, What's the no I just think they're, they're just damaged. They're at the point where I'm like, no, this isn't fun. Uh, <laughs> I see what you mean. They should be, in, they should be somewhere, not on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remind me after this to ask you a question about Denise because I have a whole line of questions about Denise that I want to ask everybody because I think she's so fascinating but okay. I have a couple more of these to get through. Okay. All right. Camille or Rena? Sorry, who was the first one? Camille. Camille. Oh, Rena. Rosie. Yeah, Rena. Camille's, Camille's dull. See, Rosie and I have this saying that we use quite often. She's a great housewife, but she's a dog shit of a human. Mm-hmm. And Rina is that category. Yeah. You gotta have you gotta have some bad in there. Yeah. Camille thought she was smart as well. I don't like them people. Yeah. For, for me, Camille kind of sunk her boat after she stood in Rina's face and was like, let's see who the mean girl really is. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's you. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, You've overplayed is this a this Days house. of Our Lives crossover? I was like, what happened? Wait, when did this start? Wait, wait, what show am I watching? But I feel like she thought about that line really hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, because I feel like she, she like, rehearsed so that smart. Days. Yeah. She said, this yeah. would kill on Twitter, but I'm going to save it for the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the conversation she had with herself in front of the mirror. <laughs> oh my god Crystal or Teddy Crystal yeah I just really hate Teddy it, you could have said anyone and I would have said that <laughs> <to Teddy. laughs> a blank really piece of paper or Teddy <laughs> honestly a fart in the wind and I would have said the fart in the wind I fucking hate Teddy <sighs> So you're saying that you're a Teddy fan? Yeah. <laughs> so tell me why Two Teas in a Pod is your favorite podcast. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I just, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the fart in the wind. 
<laughs> not enough credit given. Yeah. Not enough credit given. I swear, an unsung icon. I swear. <laughs> Sutton or Teddy or Su- uh, sorry, Sutton or Erica. You just. I, 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 I just <laughs> Sutton or Erica. Sutton. <laughs> oh. uh, Shit. Erica. Yeah, oh, yeah Erica. That's tough. It is tough, but I think it's Erica. Erica's more entertainment value. Something's just brilliant in a group because she's so socially inept. But like entertainment value-wise, Erica brings it every time. Fair enough. Meredith or Lisa Barlow? Based on the last episode of Salt Lake City, Lisa Barlow, that bitch came activated, and I'm here for it. Um, she is, but Mer- I'm not here for it. I can't. I can't deal with her. Meredith's head tilt gives me makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm here just to study the Meredith accent, find out how many people in her family have that exact accent and where that is from. Uh, You're talking about Meredith. Yeah. Does she or does she not sound like Leah Remini? Yes. Oh, but Leah that, Remini I, has... She's got more of a, a Long Island swag, Leah Remini. You know, like, she's more... Bronx, more pepper, Leah Remini more... sounds more like an actual human being. <laughs> Meredith yes. sounds like an android with a Leah Remini accent. Yeah, it's like yes. they were playing the Leah Remini tape and then the batteries started to slow down. Like, <laughs> Meredith sounds like if Siri had a Leah Remini accent. <laughs> yes, that's it, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God, I want her to, like... Tell me, I want her to do the maps for me. Tell me where to drive. Somebody, oh, Waze, this... the app Waze. Yeah. Do a collaboration with Meredith Mars yes. because they do all the collaboration with the people. They have Christina Aguilera was my guide for like six months. <laughs> Don't lie. I'm gonna ask, why have I not done that? Why have I not found this on Waze yet? Wait, hold on, I'm opening Waze right now. Hold on. <laughs> Don't they continue have a the game. They had crazy ones on there. My last one is a bonus three-way split. Oh. oh. We love a freeway. Yeah. Oh, me too. <laughs> I told you y'all were here for a reason. She no, not me. I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Race is lazy. She it's too much work. One of us has to be. I guess. <laughs> Since I'm the man in the room, I can't be. So I guess it has to be one of you ladies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> 818, Casa de Sol, Vita Tequila. Oh. That's that's, that is, that's like dividing families. Literally. Yeah. It's the Romeo and Juliet of alcohol. <laughs> I I think, having said, I can't barely say, I think I'm going to stand behind Vita Tequila because, again, I don't think it's real. <laughs> I'm gonna help manifest it into existence by choosing it. Um, n- no, I'm going with Kathy Hilton every day, every day. She needs the coin, doesn't she? She needs that backing. Yeah, Kathy Hilton's poor. She needs all the money she can get. <laughs> right. I mean, clearly I mean, she doesn't... needs new lip gloss, doesn't she? Yeah. <laughs> doesn't have a face. Eight thousand dollar vending machine of Moa. And I wouldn't mind, okay? But Moa is the lower end of champagne, in my opinion. At least have a Vogue one. Like, why is it Moa? Mm. 
I don't drink really Moe's problems. Yeah, but Moe's the bottle of the, the bottle of champagne that you bring when you only got like twenty pounds to spend, and you're not really you don't want to bring like a budget supermarket it's your cost of one. Crisis champagne. Yeah, it's your cost of living crisis champagne exactly. Not your COVID champagne. <laughs> not your not your not your COVID special. <laughs> Christ <laughs> Almighty, ladies. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. So, so you had a Denise question. I have a Denise question. Um, do you know what Aaron does for a living? He speaks to he <laughs> speaks to aliens. He speaks to aliens and cures cancer. So you're saying that Aaron is the medical director of Area 51. Yes, I that's it. More, I thought he was a physicist. I thought it was no. like about like, I thought it was problems with light and radiation. No, but then he has sound waves and machine. He speaks to aliens and he cures cancer. I mean, th- this is, this is, this is my take on it. It's so interesting, isn't it? Because you'd think that's the kind of business we would hear about. No, because so then you- they get shot at when people talk I about it. Just- I was literally about to say, so do you think that's the reason why they tr- got shot at and what? And it seemed like they were driving a pretty common truck, but, that had, but that's neither here nor there. But do you think that that's why they got shot at? No, I think they're just so annoying. People <laughs> took a shot because she's annoying. All right. I think, Damn. Yeah, I think they're annoying if you know them or not. Um, no, I don't think it has anything to do with it. I think they were just in the wrong place at the wrong time. I don't think it has anything to do with him speaking to aliens and curing cancer. Yeah, because I think he's only speaking to aliens and curing cancer, like, in his head, right? In their basement. Well, yeah, like, I, I, mean, I don't think anyone else is really involved. Well, he said it out loud. Holding Stuart Little hostage. (laughs) (laughs) Experiment game. And a couple of hobbits from the Lord of the Rings. Um, Like like somewhere Dobby is in a cage. We look for mercy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my Christ. Now, I have a couple of random questions. Do you have, do either of you ladies have children? Yeah. yeah, we both do. Would you let your children work for Lisa Vanderpump? Absolutely not. <laughs> no! I'd rather let my child lick fucking syphilis off a pole than let her <laughs> work for Lisa Vanderpump. No! <laughs> I, I like my children. I don't want like them to like be bitten by wild swans. Or dogs, or horses, or Todd. What's his name? Ken. <laughs> Bartenders. Like, just oh god! Could you imagine? No, and then Jack Taylor would no, and then oh no, no. So let's say one of your children snuck off, ran off to LA, like Nomi Malone, and a showgirls reboot, and. She heads to Los Angeles and she works for Pump for a year 
or whatever, she finally resurfaces from the witness protection program. And she gives <laughs> you a call. And she says, hey, Ma, guess what? So I've Angeles this whole time. And I've been working for this person named Lisa Vanderpump, right? Don't know if you know who she is. Well, she has this television program called Vanderpump Rules. And she wants me to be a part of their next cycle, their next series, if you will. How do you feel about that? <sighs> My like heart is beating at eight miles an hour because I'm like, <laughs> I have a daughter and I feel like that's something. She's, she's on the track of doing some stupid shit like that to me. See, um, I was holding my breath because I was really tr trying really hard not to say, I think I know which one of our children this is. Yeah, you, mine. So you no, both know. So you so you think it's one of your your, your um, children or do you each have one that you're like, oh yeah, that would be the one. No, I think it's it's one out of the four. Yeah, it's mine. It's one of mine. <laughs> Are you going to expose them right now? Is this their intervention? No, you'll no. know them soon enough. Yeah, you'll, yeah. <laughs> come, in, come into a reality TV show near you soon. Um, oh, so we'll get to that later in the interview, you're saying. Got whereas it. mine, there's no way. Like, my older one, there's no way he would get to LA on his own. Absolutely no chance. He's, he, no, he's he going to struggle so, with, with So you're saying work. that he would die on the way. Yeah. Like, just, like, just, he wouldn't even survive. <laughs> my daughter should be like, don't boss me around, bitch. She wouldn't yeah. last a day in pump. No, she wouldn't last a day in pump. She doesn't take direction. And um, I would, yeah, I mean, honestly, reality TV is not the future that I would like for my children. I also understand that if you have a solid head on your shoulders, you can pretty much enter it and leave it unscathed and be very rich in the process. Um, not many people have achieved it, but I know it is possible. So I don't know, just, it depends on who's on the current cast of Pump Rules, to be fair. Like if it was the Jax Taylor days, then absolutely not. Or the <laughs> James Kennedy, probably not. But I mean, the Toms are pretty harmless, aren't they? So I don't know. They're less I itchy, mean, aren't they? They're less itchy. I would say, no, I'm not happy about it, but can you bring me on? Can I be a friend of? <laughs> I think you. it would be a nice fast escalation. I think your kids would be like, it would be like series one, new classmate, series two, director. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we've taken over. This is a whole fucking cabaret now. Yeah, this is it. This is the family. This is my comp rules. This is my family now, bitch. Yeah. The next, the, the next episode comes on and, and now you're the one throwing the purse in the opening credit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's me. That is me. I mm. love that. So say you so say that that your child does make it on the band of couple. Let's say they actually fucked around and actually did it. You told them hell nah, they were like, well hold my beer. <laughs> And they've been on for a season, and they're actually killing it. Everybody loves them. They've dethroned Lala. They blocked Stassi from coming back. <laughs> All the things of the things. They're a hit. And they call you, and they say, hey, Ma, guess what? I I'm coming home. We're right around Christmas. So I'm coming home for Christmas. And I'm bringing home my new boyfriend. 
right? They come home. They walk in the door. Ma, darling, kiss, kiss, blah, blah, whatever. And then James Kennedy walks in your motherfucking no. house. <laughs> Absolutely not. I am bouncing his, listen, I'm taking him by them large ears and I'm driving his <laughs> ass down my driveway. I am parking his ass in a Uber. He's getting back on the plane and I'm changing my daughter's name. I'm moving house. It is no, no, absolutely not. Oh, no, no, no. Skinny, 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 skinny wannabe gangster white boy. The white, no, no. White not Kanye. Kanye. Not white, the white Kanye. Kanye. So Christmas. Oh, oh, that is sad. Y'all oh, think that aged well? No, that did not age well. It did. It wasn't well at the time he said yeah. it. <laughs> that shit was rotten at the time, specifically. Yeah. Yes. No, I feel really ill now. Can we stop this game? <laughs> <laughs> let's shift gears. Let Let's shift gears. Let's Let's turn this around. <laughs> if you got the opportunity to create your own show, would you do a show based on your family? Or would you do a show based on your friend group? Oh, that's oh. Hit it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> How much can we throw our families under the bus here? Well, this is the thing because my family is back. You're in full crazy. control. You're the EP. This is your criteria. Your choice. All these questions are set up for you to live through your own experiences. Lay your fantasies at the altar, children. I would have to do friends. The concept that I would be able to keep control of the ship that is my family. Yeah, now, would these be your real that. friends or would this be a manufactured friend and group of just some bitches you met at a cast one day? <laughs> you just showed up to lunch and met your new friends. Well, I don't really like people that much, so I only have three friends. Oh, wow. Am I one of them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sean, you're one, my one? one of the... Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, y'all are my other two because I only got one other friend outside of y'all. So this would be it. Um, New shade. I think uh, I could make a good show because from the people I've worked with in theatre, I think I could have a good behind-the-scenes reality TV show. But I think our original mum group, how we met, would make a great day. Oh, yeah, show. yeah. Origi- orig- season one? Season the, one, the yeah. Season there. We've, we've wheedled a few out, but yeah. Yeah, we, we, there's only a couple of us left now. Um, Some have been deported. <laughs> Not deported. <laughs> yeah, literally. No, they've left the country. Oh, they actually deported. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <laughs> shout out to y'all. God <laughs> We would never get aired uh, though. There'd be so much swearing. We'd never air in America. Y'all would in the UK. No, like fucking Dockers. That's terrible. So, 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 tell me why? Why is like? Well, I'm not gonna say why is the UK so uh, not not carry about cursing. But why do you think that America is so like hyper-conscious about things that other people don't care about, like nudity and like swearing? Because we have- You aren't you? You're only 200 years into being a country. So you're like a a nine-year-old. Yeah, but also as well, consider the fact that all of those shows in America 
are played throughout the entire day. We have watersheds, right? That's true. So only shows, only certain shows can be shown after a certain time at night. So the mm. shows that would contain nudity or the shows that would have swearing are only shown after 9 p.m. So they have everything because they make the assumption that any impressionable viewers should be in bed by that time. Whereas when I lived in America, I would see stuff on TV during the day and I'm like, why is this on? Granted, it all got beeped out or you didn't see everything, but it's like, that shouldn't be on now. That should be on after 9 p.m. and then I can enjoy it in its final glory. It's like, well, the first time I watched The Real Housewives of Cheshire, and they were all effing and blinding everywhere. I was shook because I've never seen a housewife swear because it's always been bleeped out. So I was like, even though I know what they're saying, it's weird to actually hear them say it. Like, it's like, wow. You know, okay. my example of that is uh, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, oh, yes. but the first time that I watched a lip sync on on, on YouTube and you actually hear RuPaul say don't fuck it up it mm-hmm. shook the shit out of me I was like no, really? oh, hold on wait a second then I was like yeah. oh yeah like I know what the fuck he's saying he's saying don't <laughs> fuck it up like why am I acting like I don't know what's going on here but Absolutely. actually hearing it for the first time and it's not bleeped I'm like yo what's happening on earth right now <laughs> yeah it's a different experience it's like yeah, it's like watching a dog walk on its hind legs. It's like, it's just weird. Like, it's just... And to your point, like, here in America, it seems like they're trying to catch up to the UK now because gradually as time goes on, they're letting so much more shit slide on TV. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 before all you could hear on reality TV was ass and bitch, right? Mm. Slowly they slid in dick and pussy, right? Yeah. Now you got people saying shit on TV. Like, it's not bleeped anymore. I'm waiting on somebody to say fuck on The View. Like, <laughs> I'm waiting to see fuck happen on, like, primetime television. Like, I am so gagged because it's like, they don't let anything, like, they don't bleep anything anymore except the word fuck. Yeah. Well, we, we use the C word quite a lot. I don't know how mm. you feel about that, but it's one of our favorite words. Um, I don't understand why it's such a big word, but also I don't have a vagina, so I guess I wouldn't anatomically <laughs> register that. Yeah, but why is it okay to use dick and dickhead and penis and all of those other I things? At the moment, I say, I say, cunt. Everyone's like, oh my god, touching their pearls. Like, relax. Like, seriously, do you know how hard and tough they are? They birth children. Like, really, you should be proud to be called a cunt. Like, it's a thing. I'm just saying. I'm you know. just saying. Because I just, like, I never got what the big deal was. I'm like, you call people a dick all the time. And I'm like, well, yeah. so, so what? Yeah. So what? But yeah, so like, it's on the TV here all the time. Yeah, it's on TV here all the time. And it's not a, yeah, it's not a big I thing. I think we, are, we do swear more, though, don't we? We do, yeah. As a, as a nation, I know, we're I less religious. I think we're less religious as a, as a society in the UK. So I think that, like, we don't have that kind of morality it's not strict, oh, is it? Oh, we have no morals. No, yeah, no. Against that. It's that. We, we, <laughs> we're drunk all the time. Yeah. Okay. I dig that. I was going French. Well, well, well. That's a different conversation. Well, I have French listeners, so I'm not going to dive into that. Um, <laughs> they can use a vocabulary in France. Oh, they can. They're great. They know what words. they're doing. Yeah. 
<laughs> Shout out to the fringe. Um, <laughs> we're sure you're all breathed and happy to hear this right now. We love all of you dearly. Uh, and uh, send me a voicemail and let me know what, what your rebut is on this. I'd love to have you on the podcast. <laughs> swear at us in French. We love it. <laughs> swear at us in French. Well, I mean, all I'm saying is France got a real girlfriend of Paris, but they didn't get a real housewife of Paris. Mm. Yeah. That's because anyway. housewives in Paris, housewives in France are housewives. If you want all the stuff that the housewives in America are doing, you have to go to the girlfriends. It's the same husbands, but they have women who do different things. Oh, okay. See, there's a show here in America called The Real Side Chicks of Charlotte. Yeah, it's that. No. <laughs> Is there really? Yes. No, I thought it was a fake show. I thought it. I thought it was fake too. I. I was like, "There's no way this is fucking real." And then somebody sent me a link, and I had another stroke. It does sound like a drag race spinoff. It. It was. It was insane. The real. I mean, the real side chicks of Charlotte. I'll, okay. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna I'm send this that. to you. I'm, I'm totally gonna send you the shit. link. Thank you. Yeah, please. I'm gonna send that to you. Ten million percent. I think it's on Tubi now. Actually, I, I don't know if you have um, Tubi in the UK, but it's on Tubi now. I was like, y'all, ratchet. Uh, anyway, mm. God bless because y'all gonna say I'm misogynistic and women bashing. Not y'all. I'm saying <laughs> the internet. No, when you're a, when you're winningly a side piece, I can tell you <laughs> as a female, you're ratchet. I'm just saying. Everything. And you deserve everything that's coming to you. I'm just saying. Yeah. Speaking of class, um, if you could join a Housewives of Franchise, join a franchise of Housewives, would you join an existing franchise or would you create a whole new franchise? I'd join New York. I'd like to live in New York for like four months. That'd be nice. Love that. Get a flat there. That'll do. I would join. I don't know where. I would join. I feel it's like I'm, I yeah. I feel like I'm in that kind of it, where my reads aren't strong enough for probably like Potomac or Atlanta. So I wouldn't want to do that because I wouldn't come off well, and but I wouldn't get arrested only get, in Beverly Hills. But I'd get arrested in Beverly Hills. Yeah, exactly. To make you me get dirty. arrested. In to make it like Jersey, where I could like still oh fuck God, up. you wouldn't come back from Jersey? I, I mean... You're gonna I wind would. them up. Yeah, Sounds like you would thrive in Salt Lake. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd do well in Salt Lake too. I don't... Well, except for the cold though. We don't do the I cold. Think, I think yeah, we don't do the cold, that's right. Yeah! Where? Orange County. Orange County. Oh, I don't know. Yes, they need oh. you. They, well, they do need some diversity, but I don't know if they need... I don't think they're ready. Hold on. Hold on. Stop the show. Because you brought up diversity in a conversation that has... That is in registered to Orange County. Um, <laughs> did you know that Noella was biracial at the beginning of the season? Uh, I had an inkling because of how she looks. And I had... No fucking idea until she was screaming in Heather's face on the About vacation. Yeah. I'm a sexual, <laughs> interracial woman of 
dollars in America. I was like, girl, where are you going with this? Sis? Land the plane. Land the plane. Land the plane, girl. This is a this is this is the Titanic, girl. It is sinking fast. Figure it out. And I was like, wait a minute. But then but then it hit me. I was like, wait a minute, wait a fucking minute, vibration. <laughs> wait, like, mind you, I just thought, you know, listen. The way plastic surgery and Instagram has gone, everybody looks biracial. Here <laughs> Have you seen that girl from the show that said Catch Me Outside? How about that? Have you seen what she looks like now? Yes, she looks like my cousin. <laughs> she, she looks like, like she's related to me now. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> she looked like she she looked like I saw her at my last family reunion. <laughs> She looked like I was passing her biscuits. She looked like I was passing her uh, uh, tea and okra at the last fish fry. Oh, like shit. I don't like who is this girl? Like now, mind you, yeah. it's money well spent. She looks beautiful. She really does look great, but mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's disgusting. But she looks black mm-hmm. as fuck. And I don't appreciate it one bit. Just like I don't appreciate people arguing with me about the fact that Jennifer Shaw should not have her Hawaiian Polynesian ass in box braids. But we're not. Yeah, we've had this chat. No, we have had this conversation. We had this conversation because we weren't quite sure how we felt about it. I respectfully bowed out. I was like, yeah, I fucking know. Listen, how I feel about it because it's my show, I'll talk the shit and I'll take the heat for it. Nobody seems to come after me. But um, I just feel like this. Can the woman wear braids? Sure. Like, like do whatever you want to do. But like, I just feel like there are just certain things for certain people. Like, first of all, the reason why I don't have the main reason why I have an issue with Jennifer Shaw wearing box braids is not actually in reference to the hairstyle or the cultural appropriation of it all. It's not even that. It's the fact that Jennifer Shaw is way too comfortable using the plight and the suffrage of Black people, oh, black people to yeah, her yeah. advantage. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that's and it. And it really pisses me the fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, yeah, that's it, exactly. Like, we couldn't work out why it irked us. Like, we couldn't work out what the issue was. We knew there was something that we did, it didn't sit well, but we couldn't work out what it was. But you've just hit the nail on the head. Yeah. yeah, that's it, exactly. Like, just from a cultural appropriation per- perspective, we can have that co- that conversation from the conversation of, yo, of, your hair texture just ain't built for shit like that. Mm-hmm. We can have that conversation, too. But the real... But but the real, real bottom line of it is, is that Jennifer Shaw is way too comfortable using the suffrage of Black people to her own advantage, especially mm-hmm. when it came to trying to convince the, the, the public that she was being criminally targeted and racially profiled as a woman of color. Yeah. Why can't she have all this money? Because she's brown and her husband's Black and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, the reason that... why she should have this, yeah. She doesn't have all that. Mo- she shouldn't have all that money because you stole it, bitch. Like, let's be clear. Because you fucking stole it. Hell yeah. 
No one but cares about the colour of your skin. But that's to what we were saying before. Because the shorthand of the whole Andy Cohen universe is that people are white, and then to not be white is just other in one group. It's like a lazy shorthand. She's using the shorthand of going, well, I'm not white, so then I'm obviously black. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when Zoe Saldana or somebody, somebody recently came out as a member of the LGBT community, but they never said what part of the LGBT community they were in. I was like, what the fuck are you talking? Shut up! I forgot who it was. I don't think it was Zoe Saldana. Sorry, girl. But really? it, but was it one of Heather DeBray's children? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Rosie has a lot to say about this. A lot to say about this. Just think they have a lot of labels for what look like a bunch of virgins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dive into that because I had that same feeling when <laughs> they were in the store and that whole conversation about can I get your Snapchat? Yeah. Are you mm-hmm. straight? Do white people I'm do waiting. it? Or is that just <laughs> no. something that I'm not familiar with? Like, is that Orange County thing? Like, do they only do that in California? Is it, is it like, 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 is that a cultural thing? Is that regional? Because I've never heard anybody interact. And a question that, that you ask somebody you don't know is, so are you straight? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm sorry, I feel what? like if you're asking, you're not really respecting the answer either. That's my worry. Like, I've made a decision. Uh, it's like what what <laughs> then on top of that you asking me am I straight after you asked me for my snapchat all day <laughs> because <laughs> if you are you're going to receive some very inappropriate snapchats now exactly <laughs> so I'm like so are you like Heather you don't realize what just happened no you just watched your daughter pull some free coat shit and you think she just being a happy bisexual <laughs> like girl uh I- and then she had she had an absolute meltdown at Noella for giving her pornography. Yeah, that's what she's doing on Snapchat, bitch. But you talk, but you watching your daughter give her Snapchat to a stranger, uh-huh. and confirm that she is also of queer of queer identity. What you think they doing on Snapchat, Heather? They aren't playing. They aren't playing cards of humanity. <laughs> Just sitting there having deep philosophical conversations about the invisibility of by women and by men and how you know society's just not ready for them. No, that's not what they're doing. It's all nudes. It's global warming. We are talking about global warming. <laughs> the global warming of pussy, sure. Exactly. Um, <laughs> it, just, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I just you know, it's interesting. Um, can we have a conversation about Bronwyn since since we're having a conversation about questionable sexuality and no Bronwyn is not the person I'm questioning. There was a conversation that somebody brought up. I can't remember where it is, but whoever did say this first and if you're listening to this podcast, shout out to you. Um, somebody said once that they questioned Bronwyn's son wanting to do drag and they felt like it may have been a little bit exploitative for her storyline. How do you feel about that? I don't agree with that. I think everything that Bronwyn was doing on TV in her last two seasons was exploitative. 
I don't think it was single. I don't think her son's situation was singled out in that instance. I think it's something he probably generally wanted to do and they just happened to be filming. I don't, I think she put her whole family's life out there to the point where it was yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, it was very on camera, wasn't it? Yeah, embarrassing for her husband, yeah. embarrassing for her children. And I'm not just talking about her battle with alcoholism because I applaud anyone who is going through a struggle like that and makes it known in the public eye and is genuinely going through it and, you know, wants to help other people. But I think her, the way she had these women living in her house with her husband and talking about it, like she doesn't love her husband and she's not interested in her husband and she's sexually not attracted to her husband anymore and she never has been and all this stuff. I think that was way more of a concern and issue to do with her children than her son doing drag on national television. I remember her son doing agree. I don't either, but I also didn't finish Bronwyn's second season because it was just a lot for me. I was like, girl, I like you, but this full-blown meltdown, I cannot watch this for you. Girl. I want so much better for you, girl. This is too much for me. I was like, girl, this is, wow, this is hard to watch. And I think that's why I never gave Noella a fair chance, to be perfectly honest, because it feels like Noella came in and picked up right where Bronwyn left off. Yeah, there was, well, it was they, the same thread, wasn't it? They're friends, aren't they? That's how Noella got on the show. Yeah, oh but God, the problem was awesome. for me is that Noelle, N- N- Noella had a different level of chaos that I just didn't understand. And then also, I had a whole season to get to know Bronwyn. So coming into her second season, I liked her already. So I was mm. kind of willing to ride that wave with her a little bit. Yeah. Noella, I was, was like, hi, I'm from the Bronwyn. crazy. Yes. Like, it was in the gate. Like, from the first episode, Tasmanian Devil. Like, it's like one minute, she's screaming at Heather. Next minute, she's crying. Next minute, she's cussing out Emily. Next minute, she's screaming in the woods. It's like, girl. She's divorced. Her dad's dead. Her kid's got autism. Her husband's... She only shows one of her children on TV. Yes. Or references one of her children on TV. That's weird. And then... The fact that like 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 the whole shit going on with Sweet James, and then the fact that that his name is Sweet James, <laughs> that and in now itself, she's like fully committed to another dude now. She is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, well, I tuned out halfway through the fucking season, so 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 I barely know what what happened on the damn show. I just told you that I didn't realize that she was half black until seventy five percent way through the damn season. I did not know. Like, like it's that thing with Gretchen where she just looks. Do you think because you valley. saw her mom as well? Do you think that? I don't remember. Do you... Really, don't even remember seeing her mom. To be perfectly honest, she looks very I really like don't her. I think. I don't remember nothing about Noella. I just figured she wasn't American, but black was never what well, never <laughs> came to my mind. Never came to my mind. I did not think black like. I thought, if anything, she was like, wherever, like, have y'all seen the show, um, Cartel Crew? No. I, anyway, I want to no. say yes. Nicole Savala? Yes. They look like cousins. Yes, I know exactly who So I thought yet. she was, wherever Nicole Savala is from, I thought maybe she was from around there, around Cuba somewhere. I don't know where <laughs> the fuck she's from. I don't, like, I did not think black at all. So when she said biracial, I was like, biracial with what? Bi- what? <laughs> what are we mixing Mixed up here? With what? 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, make sense. What exactly? And then she said she half black and showed up to the reunion in these raggedy ass box braids. Her what? entire re- union re- look was just like beyond disheveled. I remember that. I remember that because you were saying uh, we 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 spoke about it on the podcast and Rosie said, "Can you please say something about Noella's hair because I can't because I'm white." <laughs> it is cultural appropriation. Noella's hair was done from the white side of her body. <laughs> so funny. She must have got her black hairstyle done by a white hairdresser that day because I don't know oh, what the fuck God. was going on with that. But anyway, shout out to her and Sweet James and her other child that she never mentioned on the show. Oh. Best of if luck. You could, best of luck. Godspeed. If you could work on a franchise of Housewives or any other reality show for that matter, it doesn't have to be Housewives. Which one would it be? And would you want to produce, cast, or edit the show? Edit. Doesn't matter what I'm doing anywhere. I would always want to be the editor. Um... I'm never going to be the editor. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to pay attention enough. There's going to there's yeah. be no continuous <laughs> narrative. It'll, everyone will be lost. No one will understand what's happening. I, I think, think I'm going to be really good at casting. No, I think, think you'd be good at casting. Yeah, I think you get the number on people pretty quickly. I think you're quite good at that. Um, and I think I'd like to... I'd like to edit like a Potomac or an Atlanta because I don't think we see the stuff that I really want to see. Mm. I think they give us like a 10% of the stuff I want to see and then the rest of it is is great like I love seeing them fight I love the shade I love doing all that but I really enjoy seeing them when they kiki and they have like go out and they have fun and I think they give us too much of the drama and I'd like to see the healthy balance so I'd like to edit one of those two absolutely I've always love the editing portion I love editing I I want to see all the raw footage that, that we don't see I want to see all of the stuff that didn't make it to air I want to know all the tea <laughs> and the episode that specifically made that apparent for me or that made that the truest of realities for me was in this past season of Beverly Hills I want all the motherfucking camera footage. I want all the audio. I'm trying to figure out where, out of all the times to not have a camera in a fucking Sprinter van. Oh, they did have a camera in the Sprinter van. They did. We're just not allowed to see it. They want how like, That's why I'm like, I'm calling bullshit at the end of all of this, but I'm just mm. saying, to not, for, to, for, for, for them to not be mic'd, to not have a Sprinter van, to not have any time, like, they forgot that we got a whole scene leaving Ireland in a Sprinter van on the way to the airport at four o'clock in the morning in <laughs> night goes, vision yeah. on a yeah. fucking iPhone yeah. in Orange yeah. County. Yeah. And you expect us to believe that there was no footage, no microphone. This is coming after Atlanta during Bolo season when they had cameras all over the month. <laughs> they had cameras in the motherfucking refrigerator. <laughs> This is why we need Gretchen back. We need Gretchen because the robot that she is, we can just she would have had cameras in, in her each eye. one of her nipples. Yeah, oh, and she would be on yeah, <laughs> I like nipples better. Well, what's that line? The eyes are just the nipples of the face. Yeah, aren't they though? No, because you can't put your fingers all up in an eyeball and get it aroused. 
So no, it's not. Oh, there's Whoever something out there that. for everyone. Well, I don't kink shame on this podcast, <laughs> yeah, so. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just making so that a I am so if you, so okay. if you have a pupil fetish and you'd like to make your plight heard, slide into my DMs and we may <laughs> schedule you on this podcast. Shout out to y'all. Live your best life. Don't listen. Don't let her Live tell you what life. you can do. Don't let her tell you what you can and can't do. She <laughs> she don't know how her eyeballs feel. She may be missing <laughs> the best orgasm of her life. Let your freak flag fly. And I may give you a chance to fly it on this podcast. <laughs> Call me now. Speaking of, y'all know who Miss Cleo is, right? Yeah. Yes. Y'all know they're doing a movie about her life. Really? They are doing a Miss Cleo movie. I don't know if it's a movie or a miniseries or like a show, but, but but I think it's a movie. And I saw the trailer recently. I was like, not Miss Cleo. <laughs> it's nothing sacred. Can we not let anyone rest in peace? They got tired of doing Marilyn Monroe movies. They said, I'm fucking enough. They it's the logical next step. <laughs> So they wow. said, if we're not going to do Marilyn Monroe, who else are we going to go to? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because you, you, it's funny you say that because I was just thinking, well, if I was going to cast a show, if I was going to be in casting, I would probably do a Miss Cleo miniseries. There. I can't <laughs> wait to see it personally, but I'm so tired of them teasing or this, or, well, well, I'm tired of the fans calling for this Marie Laveau spinoff of, of American Horror Story <laughs> and us never getting it. And like Ryan Murphy is paying us dust. Mm. Ryan Murphy is just like, I'm going to do every show but Marie Laveau. How about that? <laughs> How about that? We're, we're, we're going to do season three of Scream Queens. How's <laughs> that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Whoa. We're not doing Marie Laveau. We're going to do American Horror Story and American Horror Stories. Y'all want Marie Laveau? How about Jeffrey Dahmer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can see how that works, though, right? Fuck now. What's wrong with people? <laughs> Shout out to Ryan Murphy. <laughs> Why do you think the Bravo fandom is seemingly the most toxic fandom in reality television? And and most specifically, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fandom? Because of the cast and the people who are those fans, because that is just the world of Karens. Mm. But they're like that to their real friends. So how does it feel knowing that Kyle is a Trump supporter? See, I am not shocked by this. Yeah, that's not news. It didn't shock me the fuck either, but people act like people act like a new hole burst in the ozone layer yeah. when they found out that Kyle liked a tweet saying that Trump was running for was going to run for president again. I was like, y'all are shocked. What in her? This is the same woman that had a ten thousand dollar Rolex FedEx to dinner. Yeah, when someone tells you who they are, listen. Yeah, listen. absolutely. And believe it, because it ain't going to change. Like, what What about her is is making you think she's not... Her occasional standing next to Jamie Lee Curtis makes you think she's a Democrat. 
well, maybe her waiting maybe until the reunion to decide to say that Garcelle didn't pay a bill really makes her seem like a capitalist, doesn't it? <laughs> I do think it's really bizarre that she has a Mexican Jewish husband, but she displays the most problematic behavior, I think, of all of the late. Like, Rin is out up front with her, her, her racism and her homophobia and her issues. Whereas I feel mm-hmm. like Kaya. Kyle displays it in a subtle way that makes me think that her husband can't be Mexican Jew. Because how does that work? Exactly. Because money talks. Money's the loudest descriptor. Is it not that? It's like everything, everything's fine if you're rich, right? But then her first first husband was also not white. Even no one liked him. Right. And you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because Kyle had the nerve to, to say something about Erica being married to an older man a long time ago. And I was like, bitch, did you forget that you were the same person that said that before you married Mauricio, you were married to a man that was twice your age? Or, or she did forget. that you were engaged to a man that was twice your age and you left him for Mauricio? Mauricio, yeah. But it's, it's, it's not Who the same. Who looks twice her. your age? <laughs> He's still sexy, don't get me wrong. He's fine. He just looks like your damn age. Silver Fox Daddy. (laughs) Stone Silver Fox Daddy. Oh, yeah. I'm amazed he's got time to be on so many reality TV shows when he can barely fucking remember what room he's walked into. Well, it's not like he got to hold the damn camera. Isn't that new one? He's got to show up. I haven't watched it. I refuse. I'm sorry. I ain't got time. I just really like, I, I don't, I, I don't got time. I, I really don't it. want to watch Mauricio or his daughters. I'm sorry. It's the daughters, isn't it? I could have less, less interest. It's not even the daughters. I just don't, like, I just don't want to get to know no more celebrity kids. After Gigi and Bella, I was like, girl, I'm at my cap. I'm good. <laughs> sorry to Renna, but you out of luck, sis. Yeah. You are out um, of fucking luck. Yeah, and I think Gigi gets a pass, doesn't she? Because she's like top 10 most beautiful people in the world it's not anything actually interesting about her yeah I mean I guess she well I mean do you think that the people just felt sorry for her because Yolanda told the bitch to eat two almonds <laughs> and, and called her a that. big old lesbian on TV <laughs> for wanting to play volleyball I was like damn Yolanda that's your child like why you gonna call her a big old lesbian for wanting to play volleyball <laughs> Yeah, she's really wearing her all, all her issues out on her sleeve there. <laughs> I'm just saying, she is damaged goods out here on, on the Chanel runways, isn't she? Oh. She's giving all of her trauma to Versace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's working it out, walking it out. <laughs> literally walking it off. She's literally walking it off. Oh, God. <laughs> I want you to guys to know that this is an official announcement of Rosie and I's new stand-up tour <laughs> coming to a theater near you. We're a new comedy duo. And Absolutely. I wanted you guys to know I was going to save it for the show to tell you until you, you know, got a feel of our act. <laughs> but now you know you want us. Book tickets now. Click the link in the bio. <laughs> as, long as, I can, as long as I can edit it, and I can watch it before it goes on the on these streets, and I'm like, 
I'm here. Okay. Yes. I want you to do all the behind the scenes footage, <laughs> do all the editing, catch me talking all the shit behind the scenes about the people that I'm about to go do meet and greets with, and <laughs> do meetings with. I'd be like, God, I fucking hate Zendaya. Hey. <laughs> no, I love Zendaya. I've never seen you, you Euphoria, so I don't have a reason to hate her. No, I've never watched it either. That would never in my illusion of her. I wouldn't know. I don't like girl. I don't. I don't really know anything about Zendaya personally because I didn't watch her own one um one um Disney Channel either. That was past my prime. Mm. I had stopped watching Disney Channel after the second Cheetah Girls movie. Well, well, after Disney Channel ruined me with the with the third Cheetah Girls movie, I boycotted Disney for the rest of my life at this point. And then you know, once we found out, you know, Walt Disney was a big ass racist. Um, I think people found that out in like the thirties. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. You know, I didn't. I had bigger fish to fry. I, that and I was a Nickelodeon kid because because I was too busy trying to figure out why Tyena got canceled. Why did Tyena get canceled? Why did that show get canceled? I want to see my name in lights. No one's gonna stop me. You'll see. Tyena was everything. Thank you. That, everything. Now you see why I was so damn busy. Yeah, I see. I see. Like I'm trying to figure out what happened to the brothers Garcia. I need to know. I had bigger fish to fry. So I was a little bit distracted and I didn't know. But then they made it real clear once they fucked over the third Disney, uh, over the third cheated girls movie and then tried to slide in high school musical like shit was okay. <laughs> Disney Channel got real white after the cheated girls. No shade. The Zac Efron. And I don't know what happened. The Zac Efron. Why does that man look like a character of Spongebob now. <laughs> Why does Zac Efron look like Larry from Spongebob? He looks like he's got a different head and body combo. There's definitely like, something not right. He looks like he has David Hasselhoff's face and Larry <laughs> from Spongebob's body. I mean, why and would I you not like, sign up for that? <laughs> I can give you a thousand reasons why I why I wouldn't sign up for that, but you're gonna have to click the link in our bio to get Rosie and I stand-up tickets to, to, to find out any of them. <laughs> Coming to a city near you. I love it. You really should we should you really should do a live show and bring it to the UK. You know, I really you know, that's the goal. I plan on doing all the things of the things. I didn't expect Trevor Noah to be leaving the uh, show this quickly or else I'd be taking his job. Yeah, but, so you plan. Shout out to Chet. Shout out to Chelsea Handler. She walks away from shit quickly. So maybe by the time she's ready to um, quit the show, I'll be ready. Yeah. I'm here for it. You know Trevor Noah's mixed race, yeah? Yeah, you know Yes. He's my baby daddy. I'm just seeing seeing where the line is where you've noticed. I'm Listen. (laughs) Listen. The thing with Trevor Noah is that there is an apparent uh, blackness or acknowledgement <laughs> of his blackness. Oh, you mean like he's aware? <laughs> like he's aware. Like he's aware. Like he knows and embraces it and encourages it within mm-hmm. himself versus Noella, who I feel just weaponized it in a moment to look woke and fucked around and gave me a fucking heart attack because I felt <laughs> like somebody kicked me in my breastplate. When she said she was half black. 
Oh my gosh, I love it. I don't um, understand. Like, I still, girl, I'm sorry. And y'all, listen, y'all can say I hate women's art all y'all want to. I may be gay, but I don't hate women. I just, I just, I just, I just, I would have never thought. <laughs> I would have never thought. I thought. I would have thought she was Greek. I would have thought she was black. I would have thought she was Greek. I was like, listen, I'm going to get myself canceled. Anyway. Yeah. Where would you guys wear allegedly $750,000 earrings? Colt? Shit. Yeah. Tell me why you would wear, wait for the punchline, children. Why would you wear 750,000 earrings to court, Rosie? It's handy, you can bow yourself after, afterwards. So you would wear them in the courtroom? Yeah, To have I them think... taken off of you in the strip search? <laughs> yeah. She, I mean, sure. Erica is a law unto herself in this. She so, she so believes the chat. So when I start to unpick this, I start to feel sorry for her because I think she's so brainwashed by Tom that she believes what is legally true is morally right. We're on appeal for legal reasons. <laughs> for legal reasons? No, I think it's so funny because I don't think she knows up from down at this point because this is the same woman who says she gave every check to her husband. She doesn't know shit about the law system. She 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 doesn't know anything about the legal system. She didn't see a point in getting a prenup with her husband because he's the top lawyer in the world. But what 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 would be the point? But then this season be like, girl, I could give you legal advice. I could help you pass the bar. Oh yeah. <laughs> Bitch, you could help him pass you could help you could help Sutton pass the bar, but you couldn't figure out a prenup. Yeah. It's oh. Yeah, I mean. <sighs> yeah. But you wear those earrings. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely I'd wear the earrings. Where are you wearing them? Every day. Supermarket, gas station, <laughs> mowing the garden. <laughs> Taking the kids to school. I'm wearing them. They're seven hundred. They cost more than my fucking house. <laughs> I'm wearing yeah, them every I see, day. I see you in full like Eva Longoria, like Desperate Housewives garb, mowing the grass in a ball gown, and your earring. That's me. In. Right there. Right there. Absolutely. Living your someone, best life. Someone bringing me a martini. Yeah, that's it the pool boy that you're sleeping with behind your husband's back. <laughs> he has to be really hot. Of course. Why else would yeah. you hire him? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Who who has an ugly pool boy? I, I mean, Have you seen some... the cabana boy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That's where I wear them. Whereas I'm too tight. I'd like to pretend it's a moral standing, but I'm just too tight. If I had, if I had million dollar earrings, I'd be like, well, think all the other shit I could buy if I flogged those. I just... Yeah. The anxiety that I would have wearing those earrings, I don't understand. Like, for me, I think about wearing those earrings, and all I can think about is Kim Kardashian jumping in the ocean with those earrings on, and then she came back up and then one was gone. 
and they were only like five thousand, weren't they, or twenty five thousand? They weren't even that much in comparison. I can't even. I think they were like twenty five thousand dollar earrings, twenty five thousand dollar sunglasses. Did you know? Yeah. Did you know? <laughs> what twenty five thousand? She's like. She's like a proper housewives aficionado now, isn't she? She's got like her YouTube channel and her blog and all the rest of it. That's a word for it. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> you got interviews so, the shop, so. Yeah. Right. Yeah, shout out to her. So, um, uh, as, as one of my favorite podcast duos to ever exist, I have to Aww. know, Thanks. who are your favorite Housewives duo? Mm. If they could get out of their own way and be friends, Ashley and Candice would be the best duo ever to grace this planet. But that's that's not a that's like there's too much sexual tension there. That's not really a duo. What you, you think Ashley and Candace want to fuck each other? I, I think, think they do because I think Candace. they want to fuck themselves and they see a lot of parallels. I think mm. Ashley would absolutely impale Candace's vaginal cavity <laughs> with her forehead. Her bulbous forehead. <laughs> her bulbous for you brought your big face. Girl, this is a mess. This is a fucking mess. Oh my god. Uh, so yeah, because I can't answer this because I can't remember anything. I can only live in the present. So the moment, <laughs> right now, in this exact moment, for me, it's Alexia and Marisol in Miami. Oh, yeah. They're brilliant. Okay. Because... I like that there's genuine fucking terrifying peril, huge real shit going on in their life, and they're still like, let's get pretty, let's get drunk. Love that. That's how you live your best life, isn't it? Why else would you live in Miami? Like, come to play. Tell me. Speaking of living your best life, can you believe people are giving Lisa shit? for going out and like, like, like at first people were giving her shit for going to the Real Housewives of, 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 of Miami premiere party. I can't wait to hear what they have to say about her canoodling, which oh, I don't understand bad. why they felt the need to put that in quotation marks. Why was canoodling like <laughs> such a big word to put in quotation marks? I was like, girl, whatever. But I can't wait to see how the people feel now that she's canoodling with a tech, uh, tech guy, which... Yeah, Lisa Smart. Well, my idea is go ahead and get that next rich dick, honey. Like, just go. Yes. Like, you, you, you know, we both know that you're not going to make money on your own, so you need rich dick. And it helps. I mean, this is the tagline you live your life by. Get the tech guy. Get the tech guy. <laughs> like, All right, Rosie. My, ex, <laughs> my husband's my a ex tech built guy. built the perfect wife, and my next husband built the perfect compound. Like... <laughs> My last okay. husband built the perfect wife, and my next husband took over the internet. Yeah. <laughs> and together sure. we broke it. Yeah. Right. And my next husband broke the There it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> my last husband built the perfect wife, and my next husband broke the internet. Yeah. Christ. You're welcome, Lisa. Anyway. <laughs> we'll we deserve 10% of peace for yeah. that. 
We should, we should get producer credit. We really should. Or at least the writer's credit. Something. Why do you think content creators can contribute to the maturity of the fan base experience on social media? And do you think we even have that responsibility? Oh. I think everyone has a social responsibility to make sure that it doesn't get out of hand. Like when people are coming for people's kids, when people are making, you know, unsavory comments and like unjust comments, then I think everyone has a responsibility to step in. Content creators are not just fans. Um, I think content creators probably have, feel a bit more of a responsibility than they should because they're putting stuff out there in the public eye, which could divide opinion, which could trigger these conversations. Um, and then it could become a clusterfuck of madness, which usually happens on Twitter. And I think it's, I don't necessarily know if it, if we can help, I don't know. I just, or anyone can help. I just think, especially when it comes to Housewives fans and Housewives commentary, it gets dark pretty quick. And I don't think anyone can rein that in. Andy especially Cohen not Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, Andy Cohen can't rein it in. So why, you know, who else? No one can. What do you define as an unpopular opinion? Well, sorry, what was that? What do you define as an unpopular opinion? Oh, I love an unpopular opinion. I'm quite contrary. Usually, it's usually the truth. Oh. Ooh. Hot take. I like that. Yeah, especially when it comes to housewives. And the thing is usually an unpopular opinion when you speak the truth about someone that they're standing or, you know, a situation if you look at it something objectively rather than through the lens of a housewives fan. Um, then it's usually the unpopular opinion. I mean, I love Housewives fans. I'm starting to sound like I don't, but because I'm I'm a yeah. massive one and I really like them, but I just think there is a small pocket of them that forget it's a reality TV show. It's not real life. Like these people film for four months of the year and they put on a show. Like they don't give a fuck about what you're doing. You just watch them on TV, like relax. You know, like it, it, take it for what it is I can just calm the fuck down yeah like it's not real and you don't have to interact it's, it's fine you don't have to watch you don't like it stop watching although I do thoroughly enjoy watching fans get into it underneath someone else's post so say like Lisa Barlow says something and then some Meredith fans chimes in and then Elisa Barlow chimes in I, I read the whole thread I'm not gonna <laughs> lie I do because it's thoroughly entertaining but it's just it doesn't keep you awake at night it really doesn't it really doesn't. As it shouldn't. <laughs> now, based on your definition, what has been each of your most unpopular opinions? Hmm. Do you have your very, very strong views that we shouldn't go for anyone's children? I do. And, and I just think some of those kids look so weird. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not I, saying it's a bad thing I'm just saying sometimes I highlight that those are some unusual looking children 
and then I have to edit quite heavily <laughs> in the podcast. <laughs> ah. I'm being um, muzzled here. Yeah, I have to muzzle Rosie a lot. Um, the... Rosie, you're being silenced. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. You're being silenced as a woman, really? <laughs> no one is listening to the white people. Yes. Feminine erasure, <laughs> this reverse racism that I hear. <laughs> Absolutely. I keep a change of table as well in the basement. Um, and you're putting women in cages? What? <laughs> Immigration is going to uh, darlings, for me. I think one of my unpopular, one of my biggest unpopular opinions I think that I have is that I don't necessarily believe that the situation between Candace and Wendy was a problem for Wendy. I think, whereas I don't usually promote violence in any shape or form, I truly believe that that wasn't going to go anywhere other than where it went. And I think Candace instigated it and I'm not shocked that it happened. And if I'd have been there, whereas I would have been to Monique, you shouldn't have put your hands on her. I think I might have been like, I can understand why. And I probably wouldn't have excluded her from the group the way that they did. That's fair. I feel the same way. I'm like, girl, you asked to get your ass whooped, so you got your ass whooped. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what yeah, to tell you. Straight line, you, isn't it? you asked the woman to drag you for two years straight, and then when she finally did, you want to hoop and holler and leave posted all over the fucking house like you in damn the number 23 and you Jim Carrey or some shit like I don't understand like what is like like what is going on yeah and then on top of that you did all of that and 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 didn't even get a damn posted endorsement yeah <laughs> she at least deserves a Kleenex endorsement surely or Kleenex she, should like sh- sh- Candace is triangle line yeah. is the she by charade of the Real Housewives of <laughs> like it is years in the making. It is years in the making. Like, I want to partner with her on it. Like, I want to go into business with her and create triangles. Because when I was on my YouTube channel, I kept a triangle. <laughs> I love the triangle. I didn't even know it was called a triangle. And that is, like, my new favorite thing now. It, I've been calling it that for a really long time. I've been calling it that for two years. I don't know if I heard it somewhere or if I made it up. I don't feel like I did, but I've heard Candace say it in real life. You need to trademark that. I need to. I really do because Candace is out here bullshit. Now, mind you, I love her album and I get lost in deep space too. But when in deep space, you're going to need a triangle. (laughs) Do that or buy the domain name or something so that she has to pay you coins to get it back. Yes, God, because hell you owe me because I done took a lot of shit for, 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 for damn standing up for Candace ass child. I feel like she owed me a coin any fucking way anyway Chell, what makes a great housewife to you guys not being like too aware It's I don't like it now when they're too aware straight off the bat the newbies like someone who's a little unaware who's gonna who's gonna lose it who's got a nice trigger point somewhere, some word that you can't tell them, you call them a hypocrite and they go fucking mental. Yeah. And a bit, you know, I like, I don't like people to be too good. You gotta have some, you gotta have an evil player in each cast, haven't you? I would think so. And I guess now, you know, 
doing something deeply and obviously illegal as your main source of income. Every cat needs a criminal. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, mine's chaos, disruption and fashion. Oh, that's nice. So you're a Jennifer Shaw fan. <laughs> I mean, I'm not not a Jennifer Shaw fan. I, like, she, she, again, to quote what Rosie and I say all the time, she's an incredible housewife, but a dog shit of a human. Yeah. Um, you know, you can love the person who she is on TV, and I will be sad when she goes to jail and I don't get to watch her anymore. I just think we will. I think she'll have a jail program. But you can't film in jail. Yeah, well, d- so until now. <laughs> imagine they didn't get. Imagine the riot Teresa fans will will fucking fuck. <laughs> they didn't give Teresa a spin prison, and they gave this bitch a. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is true. This is true. This is racist against Italians. <laughs> like, girl, girl, my neck hurts from all this whiplash. <laughs> we even even consider Teresa in any of our like top fives or anything. Whereas, actually, I think she she might be my queen. No, I don't think no. she. I think she used to be, but she's not anymore. I love. I love has never been that girl for me. Really. I, you love the space in her brain. That sounds like such a read. <laughs> that sounds like such a read. I love the hole between her ears. Yes! That's great. <laughs> we love a backhanded compliment on this podcast. I just think it would be so lovely. Wouldn't it be so nice? to just get up and like there'd just be nothing your brain at no point threatens you with any to-do list any panic about what you might have done wrong it's just like so you're saying it'd be nice to be uh waking up in the morning yeah now I'm thinking of so many things <laughs> exactly so oh. I want to one day of that a year that'd be great that was um Sean Bravo that was fucking <laughs> Bravo. I'm sorry, like the fact that they, the fact that people just reclaim trauma now and just make it comedy is so funny to me. I was so heartbroken watching that in real time when the daughter got up there and did oh, that. That little kid. That shit yeah. was heartbreaking to watch. And now it is some of the funniest shit I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Like anytime you want to like do like a oh poor you oh boo think you you just go waking up in the morning <laughs> singing of so many things praying for things get better <laughs> oh fuck off grow up <laughs> God bless them if you could do one cast trip over what would it be and why you could either make it better keep it from going so bad or relive it exactly the way that it is. The Turks and Caicos trip from New York where Luan said, don't be so be cool, don't be so uncool. <laughs> don't be so like uncool. That trip, I'd leave it exactly how it was and I want to be there. <laughs> I love that. 
that trip was everything. I love that. When you had the girls kicking off because they had strangers in the room and Luan's fucking someone who's married and <laughs> Sonia and uh, yeah, Sonia and um, Ramona fighting over the rooms. Bethany saying, I, maybe I do know it all. Every, it, was just, it, had, it had every element of every housewife on that season in one trip and it was just perfect. I loved it. Yes. Yeah. I think mine would either be mine would either be and both of these I probably just want to sit in on them and just be there for it. It would be the Anguilla trip in Atlanta. Oh, with the and the twelve fabulous. What's the name? Go with the when wind the fabulous. first time that we got going with the wind fabulous, I would <laughs> yeah. love to be there and just watch that happen in real time. Mm-hmm. Or the cast trip in Atlanta when Nene said to Peter, "Stay out of women's business. Stop trying to be a damn bitch." Well, we need we need that to be relived because he has not fucking learned that yet. He has not learned his lesson, so apparently we need Nene to pop up in Potomac and tell Peter again, I told your ass. <laughs> stay out of Wendy. See, now he done fucked around and got Wendy, uh, got a whole damn drink thrown on her ass because of Peter. And, and Giselle still gonna end up fucking him. Oh my word. <laughs> I mean, that woman, she cannot pick him. She oh, refuses so. to pick him. Oh, she eyes, and yet she pick, she'd pick up any old man laying around, child. <laughs> Just <laughs> any old man, honey. No, not any old man in a convenient locale. They've all keep miles and miles away. In her phone. They live Why in her phone. Why are you making this so hard on yourself, Giselle? Girl. I guess it's better TV to watch her daughters read her about being single than it is to actually get a damn man and be happy. Oh, <laughs> shit. Because her daughters are gold, child. They let her ass know exactly who she is and 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 who she is not, child. She is surprised every week by those kids. Yeah. Yes, honey. She deserves an Emmy just but for those knows. girls. But she knows because those kids, they're going to be fine. Like, it's hard. It's hard on you that, but they're going to be fine. Whereas, like, Robin's kids, like, they're no bother now, but they're going to be in her house in 30 years' time. Oh yeah, they're never. They're gonna be the ones living in her basement doing Twitch streams. Nobody will do laundry. It'll be awful. Yes, they're gonna be thirty years old writing their name on the apple juice. Oh, oh god. Yeah, absolutely. And it's gonna be her fucking fault. And Juan is gonna be nowhere to be found. She's gonna be somewhere screaming. I am so glad. Juan Dixon is not here right now. <laughs> and the boys are going to be like, we, we're not. We wish he was here right now. Yeah. We're like Grace and Amora like in the White House at this point. Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. Speaking of, I just did my hair red. So I figured I'd ask y'all, what do y'all think about Robin and his red hair? Oh, oh God. Don't. No. You're going to trigger Rosie. <laughs> Don't. Give it to oh. me. I, I can't. I can't. I feel like at this stage, Robin is deliberately 
pissing me off because she knows she's naturally <laughs> attractive and she's trying to fuck herself over. Ooh, Lord, that too. It just seemed like Robin's hair got worse when she dyed it red. I was like, why your hair look drier than it's ever been in life? Like, it looked like your hair ain't never seen water since it's the It's point now that I don't realistically think we can call it hair. It just looks as thirsty as she is. It's just, Every it looks as desperate as her I relationship see, with like, her what husband. What is that? It's getting worse and worse. She's like, she's turning into a clown. It's like she's refusing to wash her hair. She's like, no, no. Blondes have more fun and redheads don't wash their hair. Oh, shit. <laughs> period. Uh, period and she's dot. standing on that. Period dot. Penny, God bless her. Now, a couple more questions and then I'll release you two back into the wild. I've taken up enough of your day. It's well, the it's night, night here now. For us, <laughs> well, I'm taking outside. up the rest of your night. I got yes. kids waking up in five hours. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Two more questions, uh, and I'm done. I'm so sorry. I held you guys place. hostage. I've literally held you hostage. I'm sorry. We're, we're, we're having a great time. It's we're fine. having the best time. <laughs> Thank you so we, much. We will be doing this again. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm holding you to it. You oh, don't have absolutely. a choice. You can come on our podcast next time. So you can watch like the next, the last couple of episodes of Housewives and then we can recap it. <laughs> we can Please. scream about Robin's hair together. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a date. We'll, all right. We'll sort it out. We'll arrange it. It's our next threesome. <laughs> absolutely. Hopefully we'll get to in person soon. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Because I'd rather go to to the UKS at this point than BravoCon. <laughs> Talk about chaos and charcuterie. <laughs> what are your two favorite taglines? I mean, chaos and charcuterie is right up there. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great one. Because that's exactly what's happening. Charcuterie with added sushi. Oh, this one that serves charcuterie. I'm sorry. I don't trust you. I don't trust you. If you serve me charcuterie, I'm going to instantly think you're threatening me. (laughs) It's those grazing boards. That's what gets me. I'm like, oh, it's the grazing boards. Really, really well touched. And it's really just Ritz crackers, cheese, and grapes. Like, are you threatening me? Like, are you, what are you trying to say? Like, like I feel like you're trying to call me fat serving <laughs> charcuterie. Like, I feel like you're offending me. Like, I feel like you're trying to shade me. Yeah, you're not good enough for any real food. Like, I'm not good enough for real food. You bitches just threw together scraps you had in the damn <laughs> produce cabinet. Are you serious? Um, I'm offended. You gave me the celery sticks that come with the chicken wings. You ain't even give me the wings. <laughs> How dare you? Like, that's going to cause a fight, right? If y'all want an argument on TV, that's going to cause a charcuterie on TV. I guarantee you somebody getting cuffed out. I'm loving this energy about the charcuterie. Oh, yeah. I didn't. 
I didn't realize I was that triggered about charcuterie. But, it was right under but, the surface, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was bubbling. Bad. It was <laughs> bubbling under the surface. But I just think about that, and I'm like, that is so disrespectful <laughs> to serve someone cheese and Rick's crackers and call it food. <laughs> anyway, to answer your question, I don't have a favorite tagline. You don't. Okay, so again, in my current, I can only do the current, can't I? I can only see the now. And I love okay. Heather Gay's. I love her tagline, but I also love the delivery. Like she, they, they had to do like so many takes and they've had to edit it together. And she says, I may, may not be a good Mormon, but I'm always a good time. <laughs> <laughs> like she's run out of conviction of that line by the end of it. It reminds me of Drew Sedora's tagline this past season. It sounds like one big Frank invite. <laughs> I keep you on the edges. <laughs> Of your feet. Yeah. That's like an e-reader. I was like, girl, I don't know what, like, I'm uh, uh, I'm sorry. Was this, like, the first generation of Siri? Like, was this the Siri prototype? Was this, like, was this, like, the hooked on phonics (laughs) translator? Like, what language are you trying to Google translate, Drew Sedora? Yeah, I love the idea that she originally said that in Japanese, and this is just the best they can get out of the translator. And this is just the, and this is the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon translation. <laughs> oh shit! And that's no shade, cause I love that movie, but <laughs> the tr- but the subtitles do not even attempt to line up with the dub. <laughs> it doesn't even attempt at all, and that's part of the charm but it is also a fact. (laughs) And I don't think enough people talk about it. (laughs) Now, my last question is going to be, of course, the most asked housewife question of all questions. The question that everybody gets asked, what is your tagline? Oh. For someone who has, who is such a housewife fan, I can honestly say I've never thought about it. That's so wow. weird, isn't it? That is interesting. I've never like, thought... You know you're behind the scenes in it. You know you're going to be. Editing. Yeah, I'm not. The, I'm not the talent. You see, I'm the. You're. I'm the, you're the editor. But I'm the editor. No, I've never thought about it because I just, I don't think I'm, yeah, I don't know. So don't think you'd ever be a housewife? No, I definitely wouldn't be a housewife. I, I wouldn't ask. I mean, you've got more chance of me. I, I'm going to make Robin's level of effort look impressive. Well, I mean, you've got a rousing, meteoric rising career in stand-up, Rosie, so I don't <laughs> think you need to bother with housewives, my dear. <laughs> That's my tagline. My, my bark is worse than my bite. I'm all gone. <laughs> yeah, and then it's me picking up the pieces behind her when she starts something. This is only on the internet. In real life, I'm not the one picking up the pieces. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and now I've never, I've never thought about it, and I'm really upset that I'm not more prepared for this question. 
That is so funny. Because I think, like, that's the question everybody expects. Mine? Mine is one. If Bravo was stupid enough to hire me, (laughs) I actually have two taglines. One would be my first season tagline. one One would be my second season tagline. But in actuality, I think the one that would be my first season tagline, they wouldn't let me use. So I have a backup just in case. Oh, okay. Mastermind. Tell us then. My tagline is, <laughs> I'm totally not aggressive, just black. <laughs> oh my God, that's brilliant. I love it so much. Oh, if they let you use that, that would be, that would it, you would break the internet. That would be it, that would be the end. Wouldn't it be the one? Like, yeah. wouldn't it be the one? Absolutely. <laughs> I would love that. That's the one I'm set on. Like, and, but like, what's gonna really sell it is like if I deliver it with a deadpan face. Yeah, yeah. Like deadpan. Like I'm totally not a. But like, Stepford wife, housewife, standard delivery. I'm totally not aggressive. Just black. <laughs> deadpan smile. Oh, that's brilliant. Straight and then out of Stepford wife. Don't let you have that. What are they gonna? What are you gonna give them? When that doesn't pass the ethics committee or whatever the fuck their HR department is called. Right. I'm young enough to grow, but old enough to know. Oh. Ooh. I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I young like and smart. We're buying all of the skincare products off you with that line. <laughs> yes, honey. Buy all of my three-wick candles. <laughs> There's a four-wick now, apparently. Mm-hmm. A pair of child, listen, she, at what point does this become a fire hazard? <laughs> it became a fire hazard at three weeks. Yeah, I think it definitely, the, the four week limited edition Christmas candle, which we have spoken about, I do think it's verging onto a fire rather than a candle. Like, this is starting to feel like a torch. <laughs> like, it's starting to feel like a pitch. Like, it's starting to feel like a torch. Yeah, like, I think at some point we're putting it outside and dancing around it naked, aren't we? What I mean, right? Like McSweeney. this is not a candle; it's a lantern. <laughs> like we're guarding ourselves. Like, 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 like. At this point, Karen's candles can guide us through Narnia. <laughs> like, what is happening? Like, when? Like, what? Like, how did? Like, I just, I, I just don't. How did we get here? How did we get the candle? What has like, happened in society? <laughs> What has happened in society? Like, where did I go wrong? Where did I go wrong? Because I'm just, I'm just so confused. Like, it's the candles and charcuterie of it all. <laughs> Jesus. That should be the name of this podcast episode. Yeah, <laughs> candles and charcuterie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the name. I'm keeping it. You can have. I'll let you have that one. Fair. And then we'll have to figure out the name of of the one for your podcast when I come on. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Thank you guys so much for being here. This has been an amazing conversation. I am sorry that I've tied you up, locked you in my basement, and forced you (laughs) to talk to me about Housewives. But I hope it was fun regardless. My face hurts. I've laughed so much. It it was was good. It was... I can't even get my words out. That's how, like, 
overwhelmed I am with with joy um no it's been great I've really enjoyed it and it's nice to speak to someone who sees housewives the way we see it you know yeah I've had a blast thank you so much yeah absolutely on our podcast yes it is going to be amazing let me know when we can figure it out map it out block it out in the calendar whenever just let me know when let the people know where they can find you ladies find your podcast all of the things of the things once again rosie plug our comedy tour (laughs) (laughs) i love it um, I'm going to get iced out of this, aren't I? I'm just going to be doing editing all of the, the stuff and you guys are just going to have like your own shit going on. It's fine. As long as I get paid well, I don't mind. You said you wanted to edit. I'm giving you what you want. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we are They're Not Even Real Housewives though podcast. You can find us wherever you listen to your podcast. We're also on Twitter. We are not even real how, and then the number three, and then we are on Instagram, and we're housewives underscore they're not even. And Sean and I will be doing pantomime in Norwich, then we'll be doing some warm up gigs before our 30 minute slot in Edinburgh. <laughs> yes! Link in bio, link in bio. Dates to be announced, dates to be announced. (laughs) Oh my God, you ladies are incredible. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having us. It's been good fun. You guys are released back into the wild. Yes, you you are released back into the wild. I don't know what you're going to be doing with the rest of your evenings, being that it's the middle of the fucking night. But... (laughs) I hope that you enjoy regardless. Thank you, ladies, so much again. Oh, thank you. Bye, all. Bye, Bye, loves. Bye. Bye. Talk soon. Bye. (laughs)